Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Am I coming in hot? Yes, I am. I'm coming in clean. Oh, Daddy. Oh, man, this is going in. Beep, beep, dee, dee, beep, beep. Ninja Steel is awesome. Oh, it's been a while since I've done this. It's been a while. You can also angle that up just like this. Oh, yeah. Oh. If to, yeah, there you go. Uh. Tilt, learn them. Oh, man, <sighs> these also, these windscreens are really good. Okay, yeah, okay, but you were still, you were screaming, but I was just going, You, but then you were like, like that guy in the G-Fest panel today. Oh, yeah, he had those plosives. He was like, you're coming in real hot. We might, I might need to turn you down just a tad. Turn me, oh, I'm coming in real hot. Hey, this yeah. is me. This is good. Oh yeah. Oh, daddy. Oh yeah. Oh, that sweet Why audio. Am I little... saying da- <laughs> normally I say <laughs> normally I say daddy in like not a non-sexual way, but oh, recently God. I've just been saying oh, daddy. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Slip mark showing days with the gumma. Praised in enrage as we graze in Gamora. Deranged in a strange, giving praise to Pandora. Monster of space, I'm a stranger to man. Conquer your race with my major demands. I'm a danger to fans with the change of hand. See, I'm anxious and waiting down in range of command. Ay, 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 Zordon. Lord Zed has brought his monster from the Mars land into the Ranger Command. We need to call Today on the Power Hour, episode 141, Ranger Retrospective, Ninja Steel with Mostly Speaking Sentai. Recorded on July 14th, 2019. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as b 47 This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Doug F., Bo H., Tyler W., Eric D., Steve F., Sean V., Christopher M., Liz M., Craig M., Arnold O., Derek G., Teresa B., and Jacob P. for supporting us this month. And welcome, listeners. We are back from our hiatus, and we have two very special... What are you doing? Hiatus, guys. <laughs> yes, we're back from our hiatus. And hi. N- not at all high. Straight edge guys. <laughs> You've heard him talk. It's James and Nicole from Mostly Speaking Sentai. We were supposed to do what I thought. I'd go, My name is James. Oh yeah, yeah, do that. I'm Nicole. And we're from <laughs> Mostly Speaking Sentai. Nicole messed up on one of them, but You're it's okay. I love you, my queen. I love you too. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. Hey guys. It was so I I, I had so much restraint in me of not also joining in on that. 
beautiful URL, patreon.com forward slash Ranger Command PH. That's it, right? Get that pizza yeah, party, baby. Hey, please, guys, get, get that, that pizza. pizza party. We had a pizza party just recently, but it didn't. Did. It wasn't like I was spending $65 a month. Is that how much it is? 75 It's 75 Oh, 70 high. Yeah. <laughs> You need to be high to watch Ninja Steel. Whoa, whoa, what? whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. What kind of pizza are we talking? Do you get to choose a pizza for the pizza party or, or does Ranger they, Command? They get to choose like, the pizza. Like, do you just go, you're like, okay, but you just like go to the store and get like a $2 frozen pizza. Oh, you, no, no. you are ripping people off. <laughs> what is this? Legend of the Dragon? See, in oh. the four years that we've done Patreon, no one has ever contributed that much. Guys, so I don't know like how it works. Get a group of friends together and just get the pizza party. But if you have a friend, it's a, it's a road trip, guys. If you're doing this yeah. pizza party, if you have a friend like Tom Green, don't bring him with. Where the Ranger Command Center is. Uh, Nicole, you, you smack in the table, picks up in the mic. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, it's oh, for oh. emphasis. You want to know? Just, just punch the mic then. No. Uh, they're, they're sturdy mics. No. James, I have it. to edit this. Oh, so. no. What? <laughs> oh, because of the... Just blank out the name of the pizza place. Yeah. Bye-bye, pizza place <laughs> name. I think he's saying, like... To don't punch don't the mic. Don't punch the mic. Oh, oh, you have to. I thought you were saying this entire bit. So you were like, D- James, none of this is getting included. <laughs> oh, so, I do also. I wanted to come out on yeah. the front and say, like, you are editing this episode. I cannot. I know I, last time I, I understand. did. I cannot. I'm too busy. I understand. James is really happy about it. I am. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to put this on you. This hey, is on me. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You got to edit that silence out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Don't make this harder than it's already going to be. So. Wait, I wanted a clean thing. Pissy shit. But yeah. now wouldn't he just leave it in? Because <sighs> if you edit it out the silence, <laughs> then no one would get the bit. I mean, yeah. Uh, I guess he makes it seem like I only left like a millisecond <laughs> of silence. I say, you have to edit that little bit out. All right. I well. This is out in a week, guys. <laughs> he has six days to do it. <laughs> no pressure. No, it's it's very awesome to have you guys back on, on the show. We are delighted. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, we're doing this after a very successful G-Fest. G-Fest. We've covered G-Fest on the show a few times a number of years ago. And definitely tune in to Mostly Speaking Sentai because they're going to give, like, what, a full episode talking about G-Fest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. It will come out the Thursday. It's already out, guys. If you're listening to this, the last Thursday. Oh, it's already out. It's yeah. out, baby. Out and proud. Cool. So we've got a lot to talk about, not just because of uh, Ninja Steel, which we're kind of reviewing, just talking about, but because we're back from hiatus, there's a ton of like Power Ranger news. and Which I wanted to, to try and get up to date on Beast Morphers, but guess what? I'm a cable cord cutter. I don't have anywhere to watch it, guys. I saw the first episode on YouTube when, well, yeah. for some some odd reason, it, it was, was still up there. The, the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, in 1080p. Come on, Nickelodeon. Come on, Saban. Come on, Hasbro. Speaking of Beast Sentai, Morphers. mostly. Please listen to our James, podcast. shut up. Bye-bye. <laughs> There'll be plenty of time to plug away. 
later on. So speaking of Beast Morphers, Make-A-Wish actually did a really great thing for an eight-year-old kid uh, from New Jersey named Tyler, where they made him the first ever Orange Ranger, uh, officially inducted to the Power Rangers team through a special video message from the Beast Morphers cast. And uh, he was given an officially licensed Orange Ranger suit and mask from Hasbro and Party City. And he got a special video message thank you from Jason David Frank. (laughs) Nice, guys. JDF. Also, if that kid's from New Jersey, I bet he could beat everyone up in this room because that's what New Jersey is. They're scrappy. They are very I'm scrappy. afraid of people from New Jersey, guys. You're you're stronger than me. I know it. <laughs> James, this isn't about you. Uh, yeah, it's about a, a kid who could beat me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, we'll have links in the show notes uh, to the picture. Uh, it's a very cool suit. Uh, but another really cool thing that they did is... He's actually getting his own comic book cover. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, So it's going to be a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Mm -hmm. Exclusive. And 20% of the proceeds are actually going to Make-A-Wish. I thought you were going to say to that kid, because that's what it should be. (laughs) (laughs) He already got to be a Power Ranger. That's Um, not dollars, though. That's true. Uh, but he obviously yeah, that's needs more money. than dollars. No, that's not what it is. That's not what Make a Wish is. They it make doesn't wishes have to do come it. true. Exactly. Can you wish for money or is it like the genie? Like they might, <laughs> you don't know, like they might have like good insurance or something and it's covered, but they can't actually like afford to get all the Power Rangers together and do all that or like have those connections. Guys, I'm making a wish right now. Give that kid some money. All right. <laughs> I'm obviously making just making jokes. just making assumptions on something you have no idea. I mean, the ki- no everyone wants money, especially an 8-year-old, then he could buy a bunch of Power Rangers toys. But they actually made him a Power Ranger. Like he has a full suit. Yeah, and James. Kids are greedy it. as hell. <laughs> okay. All right. But, I mean, uh, heck, they're greedy as heck. You can say hell on the podcast. Oh, hell, uh. hell, 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 hell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tyler's greatest wish is to be an orange Power Ranger so he can make the world a safer place for everyone. Uh, the cover will celebrate his wish coming true uh, at the annual Make-A-Wish New Jersey Gala. So again, we'll have all the links to that awesome tribute and also the videos from the Beast Morphers cast and JDF. Yeah, uh, this is a serious question. Is yeah. there any significance for Orange with this child? Well, officially, there's never been an Orange Power Ranger. Okay, because wasn't there like the train one? Yeah, but okay. that, that never made it here. Yeah. So if they adapt that in the it's future... It's a Sentai, not a Power Ranger. Uh, no, I, I just yeah. wasn't sure if there... I thought there would have been more Orange Rangers. No, there's never really been one. Okay. So, yeah. So now he gets to be like the first Orange Ranger. Nice. So, yeah. I can't believe you wouldn't make the joke of like, he should just wish for more wishes. Oh, well. He said the <laughs> Aladdin thing. Yeah, oh, I made okay. it. I said, is, is, is make a wish foundation genie rules. Oh, okay. You can't I wish totally for love. Can, does he, does genie ever say you can't wish to murder someone? I don't. It's that's been so on, long. That's might be on the table. 
Aladdin could have just wished to murder Jafar. Okay, hold up, hold up. He wanted to be made a Power Ranger so the world was a safer place. Why wouldn't he just wish for the world to be a safer place? Because he's greedy and he wants power. (laughs) (laughs) He's greedy for power. Yeah. Oh. He wants the fame. (laughs) Oh, shit. Because if you wished to a genie, hey, I want the world to be safer, then the genie gets the credit. Yeah. Also, genies are kind of suck, too, because they could just do that. They can make the world a utopia. Only if you wish it, though. Oh, is is that what their magic runs on? It's You know those lights that you shake them up and they they turn on? Right. So you have to, like, shake a lamp, and that gives the genie power. Yeah. It's a shake lamp. (laughs) Yes. We got it, All guys. Right, mo- moving on. What's happening? Yeah, so there's some other toy news and exclusives because uh, we just talked about San Diego Comic-Con. First off, in the fall, Walgreens will have an exclusive armored Black Ranger. Zach Taylor retailing for $19.99. Uh, the figure comes with the Dragon Dagger, Power Axe, Power Blaster, and an extra pair of hands for more ways to play or display. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. Did you say Walgreens? Yeah, it's a Walgreens exclusive. That's wait, not Walmart. No, Walgreens. That's odd. This is the armored black. That's Ranger. nice. Yeah, because now it's with Hasbro, like Marvel Legends figures. There are sometimes Walgreens exclusive. That's weird. Those. So yeah, hope you have a Walgreens by you. Oh, I mean, everyone does, yeah, don't well, they? In this area. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't think they're completely national. But San Diego Comic-Con, there's actually going to be the Mighty Morphin Red and Zeo Gold Lightning Collection 2-pack, uh, which will retail for 50 bucks. It'll include two different heads that can be swapped, uh, one of the Ranger's helmet and the other inspired by uh, the character of Jason Lee Scott, the original Red Ranger. Uh, this set comes with the power axe, power bow, power blades, power lance, and power sword to create the power blaster. Sounds powerful, guys. We're seeing it now. It's got the Zeo Gold, Mighty Morphin Red, but you can see it's got the head. That's definitely uh, not creepy. Uh, yes. Austin St. John. Yeah, it, it's very creepy. The smiling one is the creepiest. Yeah. Get it out of here. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. I want to see monster action figures. I don't care about the Rangers. Well, you're in luck because in the (gasps) fall, GameStop is going to have Goldar. Ugh, I don't give a about Goldar, man. (laughs) He's, that's like the one monster that's everywhere. I want the like, the one-off episodes that are like weird and crazy. I think with Hasbro, we'll get there. Like there's a better chance with them once this line is going, because it's going to be just like the Marvel Legends line, because they've been going on for years. So they're starting to pull in like really obscure characters Mm -hmm. with their waves. And so I think with Hasbro, I think we'll have a better chance of actually cool villain characters Mm -hmm. and not just Mighty Morphin. You might get your wish. It might just be. Yeah, hopefully. Like Ultraman at G-Fest like they have figures of all of at least it seems like all of the monsters which is super cool but yeah like we couldn't get really into ultraman mm-hmm. so like that's what i want to see with power rangers and i i agree with you because power rangers and super sentai they have some great design yeah. villains like really imaginative creatures so 
Yeah. Maybe it's just like, maybe it'd just be like too hard to make those. I don't know because even Bandai was able to do some super detailed sculpts. They weren't always necessarily the greatest painted, Mm -hmm. but the last few years that Bandai had the action figure line with the five inch, they actually did more monsters from that season that was airing and they were all like sculpted really well. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more of my collection out because uh, we we're recording. I know. I'm super bummed. I yeah. wanted to see all of your cool stuff. Uh, later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. pull stuff out of boxes. Like, look how cool when, this once is. Once you get that pizza party. Yeah. We'll just like, he'll like tweet it and then we'll just like come over and be like, oh, whoa, what's happening? A pizza party? <laughs> I don't think the pizza party happens here. And then no, we'll just it's, be like, it's for it's for other people. So yeah, we'll be like burgle burgle and just steal all the pizza and leave. Like we'll we'll give them like a gift card for their local pizza place. Like we won't actually. Ooh. Oh, you're, oh, you're not going to put in your credit card information into the Domino's app and then send them a pizza. You're not no. going to send an Uber to pick them up and bring them to your house. That would be and then so expensive. Order pizza. That would be more than the Patreon <laughs> per month. <laughs> that would obliterate our Patreon budget. Hey, but just think BuzzFeed would do an article about it. I'm sure they would. Oh, and then guess what? Four-Eyed Radio, Eric Dewey, he's like, oh, man, we're finally in the press. <laughs> you live in California? We'll send an Uber. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, you guys were speaking of cool villains. You want to know the coolest villain of all? Capitalism. Mr. Freeze. Oh, what? <laughs> no. I mean, that's, it's a villain, but yeah. I wouldn't call it cool. Uh, speaking of greedy people, children and capitalism. <laughs> that's what Power Rangers is founded on. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the toys. Like this next San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. It's not a segue if you say it. The Green Ranger Razor Scooter. And you saw this one, right? (laughs) Uh, The only thing I would like this to have is if they did the Razor 5A or A5 into this because that one has very large wheels and see, I'm looking at it right now. It has the tiny wheels that if you go over the slightest crack- why doesn't it come with like a matching helmet? Oh, that would be good. Like, yes. What the heck? That's that's lost product placement and advertisement. But those big wheels. Hey, guys, buy a Razor scooter 5A or A5, whatever. It's fantastic. It has huge wheels and you can go over the biggest of cracks and you're fine. Yeah, so this is actually based on the original classic style A-Kick scooter from 2000. Yeah. Okay. Which are, guys, it's going to hurt your shins. You know that's what's coming. But that's on you. Why are you doing freaking tail flips? Kids' shins can handle it. It still made me cry. They're still growing, so it gets, you know, the jigglies. The cushioning. (laughs) The The It has cushion is what she's trying It'll to say. It'll smooth out. So this will, I don't know. <laughs> this will retail for $79.99. Uh, it's available at booth 3329 at San Diego Comic-Con. And yeah, it's totally based off the Green Ranger, JDF. JDF, guys. Like it's just the green one? Yeah. 
Okay. Cool. AKA Burai is what you know him as. I just, I swear I saw like that they did more than green, but no, maybe I'm just crazy. No, it's just green. Sorry. Wait, of the scooter? Yeah. Oh, wait, where did you see these pictures at? I don't, probably, I, I don't know. Probably like at work, I'm like stuck at the front counter. There's nothing to do. I'll pull up like uh, co- comic book reader. I, it's like okay. CBR.com. Yeah, CBR. yeah. Or something to just be like, eh, it's still kind of work related. And stuff like that will come up. Or uh, what is it like bleeding cool news? But I freaking hate that website because they have like 100 ads per square inch. Yep. And the owner is a jerk. I'm saying that on the podcast. Uh Oh, it sucks. When they review Power Ranger comics, it's always like super sarcastic and they don't really take the comic book story seriously. Mm -hmm. And so like a few like a month ago they were making fun of the the new writer for the main series who wrote all of this secondary series go go power rangers his name's Ryan Parrot so they were like parrot polywana cracker squawk squawk oh parrot puns hoy yeah and it's like really guys you're reviewing that and yeah so it was I'm not going to talk about them anymore. It's unfortunately, they might be a competent writer, but they're demanding word count. The publisher probably is, or the chief editor, and they have to do filler. But guys, that's why you use adjectives. I once did a paper in high school on how to BS a paper. Yeah, James, (laughs) not a comic book writer, giving comic book writing advice. Hey, guys. Wait, I write comics. Not of the book not, variety. Not professionally. Yeah, so. Also, you would, guys, I write a bunch of them. Someone doesn't draw enough, though. Because you give me like 800 things to do. And moving on to the Bye-bye. next exclusive. <laughs> uh, finally, the last exclusive. It's a Han Cholo exclusive uh, MMPR pin. Hey, Eric, yeah. re- remember to hold it out front oh, like right, that. Ooh, right. Oh, man, I hear your voice so smooth. Oh, yeah. Gross. Uh, so it's the uh, Han Cholo pin. Oh, those are nice. Exclusive yeah. pin Guys, of all five. We're going to have links to these picks, I bet, somewhere on rangercommand.com. Oh, it's going to be right in the show notes for oh. this very episode. Wait, in the episode description? And if you go to rangercommand.com, okay. the actual episode page, all right. you'll have all those links. Guys, available. go there. They probably are. If they're listening to oh, this, they're the, already right there. Guys, on the go page. there. Go. <laughs> Why aren't you there? They don't go, need go, to go like they are. Bye-bye. It's done. That's what they're saying to us. They're like, I got to scoot to that right now on the scooter that I, I just gotta bought. I got to scoot to San Diego. <laughs> oh, Comic-Con. Or you can scoot all the way to Pasadena, California in 2020 because Power Morphicon just announced their location and date for next year. Uh, The convention is moving back to the Pasadena Convention Center uh, and it'll take place for the first time on Labor Day weekend, September 4th through 6th, 2020. Uh, Tickets for Power Morphicon will go on sale in August of this year. So it will be their 7th show nice that's the that's pmc at pcc <laughs> pcc yeah the pasadena convention oh, okay, center yeah, that's true pmc at pcc yeah they guys. should use that hey guys take it for free 
And then uh, later on in the show, we actually have an interview segment with Enway, which will talk about the Battle for the Grid version 1.3 update, talking Zeo Gold and Time Force Pink. Wait, there's going to be an interview? So there will be additional people on this episode? Yes, at the end of this episode. Hey, guys, if you're listening to, for that, uh, uh, so many people listening, listen to Mostly Speaking Sentai. We just found out there might be even more people listening to this. Yeah. Guys. James, he said there will be plugs at the end. There hey. will be. And the end of the plug will be right at the beginning of the interview. Ooh, guys, I'm getting so, steamed woo. in a good way. It's getting hot in here. So be Nelly. <laughs> Finally, for uh, the, the last part of our news, uh, Beast Morphers episode titles and descriptions have been released for episodes 9 through 13 because France and Australia have been airing new episodes of Power Rangers Beast Morphers ahead of America's expected fall return. That's insane. But it's been like this for eight years, ever since the Neo Saban era. For whatever reason... We have this hiatus because of Nickelodeon, and then internationally they catch up and premiere new episodes, and it gets leaked to America. Come on, Nickelodeon. You're better than this. Seriously, it's been like a real problem for fans of Power Rangers, because I know there are some people that don't like getting spoiled or whatever, and yeah, there's like, internationally it'll air ahead of the America, and I'm not saying like, Woo, America first or anything, but, you know, typically it's always been here first. Yeah, it, it's just weird that it's such a long hiatus. Oh, yeah, it's really bad because it there's a visible dip in ratings. Like, yeah. there's, there's a couple people in the fandom, uh, Burgundy Rangers, one of them, he's got a website that tracks, like, all the ratings. He'll make charts, and every single time that there's a summer hiatus for Power Rangers. There's a dip for the viewership. And it, of course, because, you know, the kids have this long summer break. Mm -hmm. They might forget about the show and they don't really advertise when it comes back, except for, you know, maybe a week before it comes back. And so, yeah, you'll get like a dip mm -hmm. in, in the show's ratings. But apparently the ratings don't matter anyway from what I've heard. So it's all about them toys. Exactly. Uh, so I, I won't go through all this, but uh, episode nine, Silver Sacrifice. Episode 10 is called Thrills and Drills. Episode 11, <laughs> Tools of the Betrayed. Uh, episode 12, Real Steel. And episode 13 is Tuba Triumph. How is Real spelled? Oh, Real Steel's got Hugh Jackman in it for sure. Well, fingers crossed, but how is Real spelled? R-E-A-L. Okay, I was like, hoping it was like R-E-E-L and that it was going to be like some movie aspect to it. Oh, like Ooh, real? Or yeah. oh. fishing. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, it's like a steel hammerhead shark in the yeah. water and that's the beast that they have to morph. Uh -huh. But they're actually talking about the character of steel. Oh, yeah, I forgot that yeah, there's a steel a, a robot, man. A robot ranger. Whoa, oh, shoot. He's a... I was it's about Hugh to swear. Jackman in disguise. That would be amazing if they ever got him. So that's it for the news. Nice. Guys, you learned something today. Yeah. News. D did you? I, I mean, I saw the show <laughs> notes. So okay. 
Yes, I did. I learned more details about things. Nicole, did you learn a thing or two? Oh. But we're not here for that. We're here to talk about Ninja Steel. Go Ninja Ninja, go Ninja Ninja Steel. You just lost so many listeners. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, all right, news part's over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, before we go into this, Nicole, you'll be hearing so much from her. So many bleeps? I mean, that probably. <laughs> probably. But not because I brushed my teeth too hard earlier this week and it made my mouth get a cut and swell up. It's happened many times. But because Nicole is very passionate about Ninja oh, Steel. okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Why are you putting all the weight on me? Oh, I thought you wanted it. No. You got them strong arms. You can take it. <laughs> I have El Dente arms. She has noodle arms. So I just want to catch up people on uh, you guys uh, for mostly speaking Sentai. First off, what Power Rangers seasons have you watched? Nicole, you go first. <laughs> because it's so... God I'm so mad! <laughs> no, this isn't, this isn't to change. I just want... I just want people to get a perspective of... of All right, guys. (laughs) I don't know why she thinks this is so funny. I've only seen Ninja Steel. Yeah, guys. Well, I mean, we've seen the first... And then, like, the second half of Super Ninja Steel... Oh, no, you've seen the last half. It was just not in this rewatch. The first half? I don't know. Yes, you've seen the second half. Okay, and it, then but, we watched like the first episode of Megaforce. And then like the first five <laughs> of SPD and maybe like seven of Ninja Storm you've seen. Maybe, I it was don't those know what three, that is. Those three, three guys. And one okay, was a cool. surfer. It was all extreme sports, so oh, it was yeah. cool as F. And by F, I and mean And then there were those JDF. like the fantasy one. Fan- oh, the the mag- M- mystic. They, they looked like fairies in the forest. Yeah, they were magical. Yeah. Well, there you go. And then I, as a child, saw up through Lost Galaxy. Nice. And then I have seen Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel. Okay. So I just wanted to get everyone up to speed on what you guys have watched. So originally, you know, when Ninja Steel was airing, when the first season was airing, Ranger Command, we did review like the first season of Ninja Steel. We watched it and it was hard to get my other co-hosts to watch it because they really didn't like it. And so I would have like other guest co-hosts on and... I tried to remain pretty positive about it because Ninja Steel was the 24th and 25th seasons of the show. Super Ninja Steel was the quote unquote anniversary season. And I was trying to be really positive about Ninja Steel. It was just really hard for me to get into it and find some enjoyment in it. And when Super Ninja Steel came on, Like I watched the, I think maybe the first episode of it and I was just, I was done with it. I think in past Ranger Commands, you've said you watched the first three. I think it was possibly. Yeah. It was like maybe the first three. And then I knew that Dimensions in Danger was coming up and I'm like, I'll just watch that. 
So I watched like, you know, the first couple of Super Ninja Steel, waited until the anniversary episode, which was last August. And then I watched the Christmas special for Super Ninja Steel, the Poise show, because I like Dino Charge and one of Teresa's favorite characters is Poissandra. So we watched the Christmas special for Super Ninja Steel. And that was all that I like. I watched the one right before Dimensions in Danger because it had the little cameo of the three Rangers like the in the cloak. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So it it like set up their return. Um, But that's all I had watched. And Mm -hmm. when I when I wanted to have you guys come back you guys were r- ranting and raving about but why <laughs> why do why are we here like yeah. what are our what, can we do a quick yeah go. what we think of this well yeah i'm i'm kind of i'm building up okay to okay yeah so, Jane, chill this oh, isn't your podcast no i'm just freaking excited to say oh, what okay. we think no i'm i'm gonna give you guys okay. a chance i wanted to have you guys on the show because i know that you did watch it and I know you had a more positive experience with it than probably the majority of the fandom. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give you guys a voice so people can hear a different perspective of genuine like for a season that's maybe not. Uh, try love. Or yeah. love, yeah. <laughs> well, no, like genuine love for a, a series that, you know. Everyone hates. Everyone hates it. Exactly. <laughs> And knowing when we were going to record this, and this was after my move once I got internet here, I was like, look, I cannot review something truthfully if I have not watched and experienced it. So this past week, I binge watch all of Super Ninja Steel. Can I ask you? Yeah. In binging it, do did you find more... Do you think binging this series is the best way to do it? Truthfully, probably not. Oh. Because it seems like, to me, like the errors compounded. And what I mean by that was... I'll give one specific example. First off, I do not like... Victor and Monty. Lies. He's lying right now. His no, fingers no. are crossed. We see them right now. Even he's his holding. Toes. He has a piece of paper. He's holding it up and he says, I actually really love them. No, and I think they deserve I... their own TV show. <laughs> no. the, hey, the script James and Nicole wrote for the Victor and Monty show should be made. That's and, what is said right now. And I will get to your guys's love for Victor <laughs> and Monty. But there was really, there's four episodes in a row. I think it was during the Galactic Ninjas arc. And at the end of one episode, Victor's like, no. And <laughs> ooh, did I peek? No, you, no, you're good. Oh, uh, but no, he's like, no. And this cartoon circle just goes and like closes out the episode. I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm watching the next one after that. Literally the same thing happens. Something bad happens to him. He goes, no. And another cartoon circle. And I was like, that's why it's wait. Did they do that again? Yeah. And then like the next two episodes was just more of that thing. And I'm like, can, can I ask is, you a quick question? It's yeah. a bit. Looney Tunes, does that have artistic merit? Yes. Did you know every single episode ends like that? That's all, folks. 
closes uh, in on him. Yes, I I know. Hey guys, uh, but, caught you in a conundrum. But the thing is, not every Power Rangers episode ends like that. And what I mean by that is, look, I know it's a kid show, but this was like the kiddiest of the kid type tropes that you could do for a Power Rangers show. And I get it. Like Saban brands, they really leaned on the comedic duos. But I think after years of that, Victor Monty came off more as like, Oh, they're doing it again. There's two crazy kooky guys and But they're the craziest and the kookiest. I, wait, I have a genuine question. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. don't really know a lot. So in the American versions, there are a lot of like just puns and bad one liners. Sure. Is that in the Super Sentai and it just like doesn't translate with subtitles? No. Or is that added in? Okay, so they'll use, I mean, Super Sentai in its own right. Super Sentai, it's still for kids. Yeah. And they still have their own like Japanese puns. There's still things that happen in the show that are comedic and a bit childish. Like, I get it. It's a kid show. But um, when Power Rangers does like the, you know, American bits and they're not using the footage, that's up to the writers to make their own story at that point so they can add their own humor that they don't have to use the same Japanese jokes, mm-hmm. for example, because of the cultural difference as well. I guess my question is like, does Super Sentai is it pun heavy when it's Japanese and it's just not translated? Like with dubs, I mean, not like when they remake it. Oh sure. So like the subs there are subgroups that will like translate the joke or mm-hmm. rewrite the joke slightly so it translates better. Mm-hmm. So they still like the subbers, the fan subbers definitely try to preserve that type of Japanese humor. Mm-hmm. And if it's like a Japanese pun, they'll like usually put the like why the pun. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, they'll explain the Japanese pun. So. The fan subbers do a really good job, and I have not seen all of the Shout Factory seasons that they have put out. So, like, I have Car Ranger, but I haven't watched it. I know Car Ranger is the more comedic center. Yeah, I mean, that's an outlier. (laughs) Well, I mean, for Turbo, like Power Rangers Turbo, when it was adapted, Turbo was pretty crazy in the first half. And that really didn't do well for the ratings mm-hmm. at the time. I mean, that's like a whole nother thing. But I guess for Ninja Steel, they were trying to recapture like the Mighty Morphin formula, which is what they tried to do for Mega Force. Yeah. Is they tried to take the Mighty Morphin aesthetic because Mega Force. Okay. And that's why I just thought they were all like that because yeah. that's what I saw. And I was like, yeah. is it just. Do Americans just love writing puns into these things or are they both like this? It depends on the writing team for for the American version. So when Saban Brands bought back the show, Power Rangers Samurai, they brought Bulk back from Mighty Morphin and he had his nephew, which was Spike, which turned out to be Skull's son. So they brought back the original bulk yeah. from, from Mighty Morphin. And so when ever since Saban Brands 
bought back the show from Disney, mm-hmm. they added these like comedic characters like the original Bulk and Skull. Mm-hmm. Well, Bulk and Skull only worked in the original because, yeah, it's like a foil for the the teens, but Bulk and Skull were on the show for like freaking six, seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Like they they kept going and their characters grew and changed over time. Well, Samurai, they had bulk again to try and capture that, literally the bulk and skull feeling for it. And then when Megaforce happened, there wasn't necessarily a comedic duo, but they did inject more humor into the Rangers themselves. And not so much with Dino Charge. Dino Charge had a pretty big cast. So again, they inject the humor into the cast instead of like two separate characters. Mm-hmm. And then Ninja Steel brought back kind of like that. They were trying to do basically Bulk and Skull again. And yeah. the it seems like the anniversary seasons, Megaforce, they're in high school. Ninja Steel, they're in high school. So for whatever reason, they tried to keep them in high school. Beast Morphers is different. Like they're in a government organization, but they're still a comedic duo. But again, that's even though it's transitioning to Hasbro, there's still that like because it was produced by Saban in the beginning before the takeover. Yeah. So there's still been these comedic characters, even though Ben and Betty and Beast Morphers are like a wacky duo. I don't mind them as much because they're not malicious towards the Rangers. They're actually helping the Rangers Mm -hmm. and they're written better. Like they're actually helping the Rangers and in them trying to help the Rangers, funny things happen to them. Yeah. And I guess the reason I'm not a huge fan of Victor and Monty and it almost was like Ninja Steel was too much of a cartoon Mm -hmm. for me like you know they're flying off into space or they're like farting these gigantic gas clouds i know we'll get to it it. (laughs) but i'm just trying to say that for me i don't think they worked as well and so when i was binging it i don't think binging it is good like i think it depends on your viewing habit like for me it was Mm -hmm. like oh my god like i just wanted it to to get on with it. I think for me, if you removed Victor and Monty completely from that, it would be a terrible show. <laughs> it would it be would. a better show. It would I, be f- boring. Well, but that's what I mean. If you take the time that they use for Victor and Monty yeah. and focus that back on the Rangers it makes the Rangers more interesting and have more personality and you can use the humor. No, but that's what I mean. (laughs) Like you can use the time that they spent on Victor and Monty who seemed complete. Like it was a completely different show. That's why we want their own show. (laughs) They already had it. You know, that, that horror movie that came out with the guy from the office. What was that called? Where everyone had to be quiet, a quiet place. Is that yeah. what it was called? Yeah. yeah. That's what it would be if you'd left out Victor and Monty <laughs> because, hey, guys, we have to defeat the Rangers. And I'm just like so timid. Hey guys, I'm, I'm a little boy. Guys. Hey, I, I'm a boy who's little and who does magic. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm an epic little boy. I like cars. Hey, guys, I, I'm a little boy who loves to sing with a burger phone. Hey, guys, I'm a little boy who's a girl who does great engineering. Hey, guys, 
I don't know why I'm in this show because I'm a bad lady uh, I like who's to dating date a little boys. boys. That's why. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Victor and Monty were the only to us saving grace of the. I mean, the, I mean, we. I absolutely enjoy the show. Yes, do I do I understand some people's arguments of like the main characters, the Rangers, they're it's they're it's, really one note. They're also they remind me of this. Uh it's very unless you listen to rap music or I guess some podcasts might be like this. There are t- in my day of growing up in the MySpace rapper era, the yeah. rappers on myspace.com. There were people who were clearly still living at their parents' house that they didn't want to either wake up their parents or they didn't want their parents to know that they were rapping. So they 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 would rap like this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their acting style, is MySpace sure. rapper teenage style. <laughs> and I get it. The male rangers didn't have a lot going on between them. I need some machismo in my rangers. They need to be f- friggin' men. <laughs> I'm so, I was about to... <laughs> Stop humping the table. Oh, I need it, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> My Rangers need to be JDF, baby. Hey, did you know? Oh, hold on, this yeah, is yeah. I, like I did a lot of research for this. No, sure. Uh, did you do you know who was originally supposed to play Victor and Monty? Parent Trap style JDF. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I will say this about Ninja Steel. I think I think the actors, of course, it's it's one of those things where the actors can only work with the direction and the writing that they're given. Mm -hmm. I think that after the movie, it seemed like there was such a shift between Dino Charge, which was the first season Dino Charge was great. Super Dino Charge was, it kind of was like going down a path. I think the first season of Ninja Steel, like while not the best, it was still watchable. And I'm not saying Super Steel wasn't watchable. I watched the whole thing. And I do think there were some good episodes of Super Ninja Steel. I will say that. Like, there were a couple things that happened. I was like, wow, that's really great. I love the fighting in Ninja Steel. I love some of the choreography and the ninja stuff. There were certain plot lines that I liked that I wish that they kept going Mm -hmm. instead of i I don't want to say like victor and monty weighted the show down but to me it seemed like whenever they were on screen it was like god we could really be doing something else right now and but that's me as a viewer of like all 26 seasons of this show let me tell you right now you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) no for real nicole was we were watching an episode and she's like, where the hell are Victor and Monty at? What's this show that I'm watching? Why can't it just be Victor and Monty? And I can respect that. But when we're talking about this, I didn't want to come into this like, well, I didn't watch it because I have this perception that it sucks. Yeah. I want to know that it sucks on my own terms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But no, or, you know, I, I just, I wanted to judge it for myself. And you guys like it? That's awesome. I'm glad someone likes Victor Amante. But I felt bad for the actors because at Power Morphicon, like even in part of their panel, they were saying that, oh, they got all this like hate online. It was bringing down their attitudes. Mm-hmm. Like the actors for Victor and Monty weren't even invited to be on the panel, 
which sucks for them. They were at the show. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for those two actors because, you know, online, you know, they kept making jokes to fans and, you know, they were trying to lie in the mood and, you know, get people to like them. I think they're great people. I think it's unfair that the perception of the fandom is coming down on them. Like that's got to make them feel terrible. And I know Caleb Bennett who played Monty, he did this whole rant like a week or two ago and like saying, yeah, I tried to make Monty the first gay character in power Rangers. Mm -hmm. And, and I totally respect him for that. And he tried to do something bold that the show has never done before. And he got pushback from what he said from the producers so that it made him want to do it more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I respect the hell out of the people who do this work, who spend a year in New Zealand filming this show. I have the utmost respect for him. It's just, I have a problem with the writing and the pacing and how sometimes it's just like, what is this show trying to be? And I think after Dino Charge, they overcorrected and mm-hmm. tried to skew much younger for a viewing audience. And I get it. There, there are kids out there who love Ninja Steel. And there are people who love Ninja Steel. I'm not saying it's like a totally dumbed down kid show. I just like, and I know you're going to correct me. H- how many times were th- was there actual fart? In- okay. Go, so- go for it. Originally, I wanted to watch Ninja Steel because so many people were so hateful towards it. And I like watching bonkers things. And listening to many Ranger Commands, the big argument was uh, from you and Zach were, oh, there's too many fart jokes. There's too many fart jokes. I started watching this when Nicole was gone uh, in Michigan. And I watched like four episodes and I'm like, what? Where are the fart jokes at? Then it gets to one. Right, it does right. with yeah. the with the the spider web blows up. There yeah. are how many episodes? Forty four in all of Ninja Steel, I believe. Yeah, because it's twenty two per season. They they do twenty regular episodes, two holiday specials, and they repeat that for two seasons. Yes. So yeah, forty four total. So out of the forty four. There were only five episodes with fart jokes in it, possibly six, because sure. I wasn't sure if I should include the one where they they get cologne to smell like a cowboy. Yeah. So, it, like, it could be a manure joke, but it's not them physically farting. Sure, right. So, it was the—I the, the I, I had them all listed down, but I don't have that list in front of me. But I know for a fact it was the the episode with Spiderweb— yeah, blowing the up. T- tangle web. Yes. Yeah. So that one. The test. The test where they're trying to get out of the test. Right. And then. The finale the of finale, the first season. The finale and then the, the series premiere of right. Super Ninja Steel where they're making the fart spread. Right. And I, there, I believe there was one more, but there's only that many. And I would like to propose this to you. Sure. Have you ever seen the Sarah Silverman program? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. There's three seasons. Right. Guess how many episodes have fart jokes in them? Every single episode. Sure. And this can't have gotten awards. It couldn't have been nominated for a GLAAD award at least. Uh, No, no, no. Guess what it did? It was critically acclaimed. Just because there are fart jokes in something doesn't mean it's bad. Sure, we were overcritical of maybe the fart jokes, but at the same time, there's other stuff that they're doing and getting involved in 
like the one episode where they were trying to milk a cow and they didn't even know where to milk it. I'm like, you guys are high school students. Like you don't even know how milking a cow or like where milk comes from. Victor is not smart. He doesn't know where milk comes from. Okay, but, but in, it's like a, in your defense, sure. though, it ended up not being a cow. It was a bull, if I remember correctly. Yes. So they were jerking a bull off. No, no, no. They made that joke in the Power Rangers movie. It, they they actually milked the cow. Like, okay. it, I don't think it was it was a bull. I, no, I thought it was. I think it was. Yeah. Wasn't it? I, I don't. I don't think it was. They they wouldn't have gone that far on that. Wait, in what Power Rangers movie? No, in the 2017. Oh, movie, okay. Then it might be that. In movie. the 2017 yeah. movie, they made the joke in the beginning of the movie when Jason and his friend are stealing the cow. Oh, yeah, it's that, possible. Yeah, yeah, that could be. But they made that joke. But okay. no, there was one where they were like. Yes, I remember yeah, that yeah. episode. But it's like, oh, milk. And, uh, it was just like, really? To me, the humor was just like, it was approaching this level of, what are they doing? That That's that's what annoyed me, I think. It just, I know you like wacky and crazy yes. stuff. And look, Power Rangers is wacky. They can breathe air on the moon. Like, there's many instances in this show where crazy things happen. Um, but... I just felt like it was maybe too cartoony. It took it to a new extreme, at least for Power Rangers and humor. Granted, we do like cartoony things. Like, oh yeah, I do. I appreciate it too. But things like Thirty Rock, it's a cartoon. Yeah, that yeah, it yeah. is. And you know, we're also super into things like the Mighty Boosh, all these obscure yeah. things, and that's what we got from not obscure, absurd things. And that's what we got from Victor and Monty, at least me, I did, of them. They're just, I think they are perfect comedic actors. They sell the hell out of anything they're doing. Oh, they, they do, for and sure. I'll it, give them credit for like, that. Like, yeah, maybe the joke writing isn't the best, but the way that they're portraying it is flawless. Yeah, I will give them that. Like, they really committed to those roles, and... I think Monty is the better of the two. Like, I like how he's always trying to impress Victor and help him out. But at the same time, he's also kind of like bumbling. Like, I know he's created some of his own inventions, but other times, like, it's, you know, trying to do something else with it. So I liked Monty more than Victor. I just, the whole, it was just like my 50th trophy, my 50th trophy. Like, okay, we get it. He's got to get it. Yeah. And it's always that that final hump that's the hardest to get over. That's true. The peak of the mountain is the hardest to crest. Die, Ranger. <laughs> You're waiting for it. I know you I, were, I Eric. was. I was going to say it if you weren't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just tell me about Ninja Steel. Why, why do you guys like can it I, so much? Okay, yes. I've been patiently waiting. Yeah. Um, can I just say things? And why I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's of why course. he just asked. Okay, James. Okay. Now everyone is staring <laughs> at me. Um, and my mind is blank. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did, okay, who were, uh, maybe. Mm. Okay, let me. Yes, just okay, let her go. Let now her that go. you're stuttering, I, <laughs> I feel <laughs> more confident. <laughs> okay, I love this show. Mm-hmm. 
but I 100% understand why people would not like it. Sure. Like, I totally, I'm not like, what? How could you not love this show? It's like, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Not to, yeah. Not to interrupt, but I think the majority of the, the fandoms, like air quotes, I think it was because it was the last couple years of the Saban era, it mm-hmm. felt like, God, we've had the same writing team. We've had the same stories over and over. I think people were getting tired of this like type of version of Power Rangers. Add to the fact that it's the 25th anniversary on top mm-hmm. of that. I think people's expectations for the show were really high. Like they set, almost they set themselves up to be disappointed. Yeah. And I think that's the fandom's negative reaction. And having you as an example of like, yeah, this is one of the only few Power Ranger seasons that you've seen completely. You're not jaded Mm -hmm. about it. It's like, look, I'm going to take this show for what it is. Yeah. And I'm going to like it for what it is. At least that's the impression I'm getting. I just think, the reason, and we'll get to some fan comments, but I think the reason the majority of the fandom, I think they put too much expectation on Ninja Okay, Seal. some of the comments, okay, were, oh, like, yeah. were like, oh, I hate this show. I mean, I've never seen it, but it right. sucks. It's like, okay, cool. Um, how about you watch the show first? And, yeah. And then... That's why, like, at least for Ranger Command, that's why I didn't review, like, we didn't do any review episodes for Super Ninja Steel, Mm -hmm. was because it was hard for me to record the episodes that we did for Ninja Steel, even though, like, I was going in the mindset to be more positive. I was just like, look, our listeners don't like us talking about it. I get it. You know, we're catering to a part of the fandom. And I hope people listen to this because I want I want them to hear that different perspective from you guys. Mm-hmm. But that's why, like, when I came into this, I didn't want to be one of those commenters. I was like, well, I'm just going against, uh, you know, against your word, but I haven't seen it, but I'm going to complain about it mm-hmm. anyway. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to bring... And there are things I like about Super Ninja Steel. Shocker. Like Victor and Monty. You heard it here first, guys. (laughs) He has since last time printed up his own t-shirt that says, I love with Victor and Monty's faces on it. Oh, my God. That was a lot of work. (laughs) Talking right here. Yeah. Guys, also... Tweet at Chris Reed and Caleb Bendent to get on Mostly Speaking Sentai, or at least let them know we love it, and we're preaching the word of Victor and Monty, convert to their religion, eat a can of beans, and oh, freaking uh, get wrapped up in a spider web. Okay. so Turn into a statue. So I think that's where the fandom is coming from. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> Continue. Okay, so you hate it, and I, I, don't, I, don't, it. I don't hate it. I don't. This is Nicole processing. Just so you know, this is me thinking out loud. My coworker Rachel, like, I'll just be saying things that I'm doing. Like, okay, I have to put this here. I have to put this here. And my coworker Rachel's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I didn't. I'm not talking to you. Like, I'm just. It's just like 
a way for me to organize my sure. thoughts. Otherwise, I'm just like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Zordon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I tried to think about why I like this show so much. And it was honestly like it was hard for me to like put words to it. But mm. I, I don't know. Like it's so innocent and just mm. like lighthearted and fun. And all of their problems that they face are just so, like, minuscule and unimportant. And I feel like that has a big part of it because, personally, I like things that are on either end of the spectrum. I like things that are either, like, super adorable, light and fun, or just, like, so, so depressing and dark. And so, like, with... A lot of the Power Rangers series, when they try to do, like, dark stuff, I'm like, it's not, like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't buy it. Like, this isn't... Like, it's not the super dramatic thing they're trying to make it to be. Like, this doesn't make me want to sob with the lights off. This isn't... Like, I can't take this show seriously. These problems are, like, stupid, and they just, like, make a big deal out of it. So it's like... It's like a kid's show, so they can't do that kind of stuff. But then it's like, okay, well, they just went the total opposite direction and just Mm -hmm. made everything super light. And it is like a kid's show. Like, you just have to, going into it, like, you have to know that that's what it is. Like, it is legit made for kids. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm a 37-year-old dude talking about Power Rangers. Like, I get it. I know it's for kids. I'm not... No, I'm not saying, like, Power oh, Rangers no, no. as a whole. I'm saying Ninja Steel. Ninja Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it does get too cheesy. Like, sure. the the Ribbon Tree episode, I... rewatching it, I just skipped it because I was like, I cannot do this episode. I think you... I, I thought that was a good episode. Like, <laughs> no, hold on. I want to also say why Nicole might not like that episode. Because of the dad? <laughs> because... A oh, dad, a yeah. father and son make up in the end, and the father understands what the son was going through. Nicole thinks that is the most unrealistic thing <laughs> from her oh, experience. Yeah. Like, TC, it's yes. so funny. I've talked to TC, and when TC stuff like is that on, happens... is on What the Hell Mouth. Check out What the Hell Mouth. Thank you. That's another yeah, of my Yeah, our thoughts. friend TC, their dad is not present in their life, and so they make a lot of dad like jokes self-deprecating yeah dad jokes but yeah. like their thoughts on like happy endings with a father and their child they're like oh if only i'll have that one day okay so right. my reaction is that's not real like that doesn't <laughs> happen right so i guess yeah that makes yes. a lot of sense <laughs> Why you just i'm like this episode over. is bullshit <laughs> and like I totally get that. Like Ninja Steel, it there's very basic like dilemmas and like morals. And one of the characters I love so much, I love Mick. Mick is the best. He Guys, is, I totally agree with you on that. And plus, Kelson Henderson, the actor who plays him, yes. is a veteran of Power Rangers. Yeah. He's been on most of the Disney seasons and one of the like best little Easter eggs in the show. Remember when Mick got hit with the werewolf yes. beam and he's like, Oh, I look like a troll and a Yeti mm-hmm. in power Rangers mystic force. He played the troll Phineas 
And in Power Rangers Operation Overdrive, he played the Yeti Norg. So I love like self-referential like Mm -hmm. Easter eggs and humor like that. But I think Kelson as an actor, as a person, he's amazing. And to me, I was so excited when he was on Ninja Steel because he's like the best character for me. And I like those moments that he has with the Rangers where Mm -hmm. it's not just telling them the lesson. He like walks them into the lesson. Yeah. Like you talk about the best leaders. I Mick is the best leader. I think he's cornball guys. I I will fight you on that. I mean, I think, yeah, guys, I didn't enjoy Mick. I mean, yes, he's, he's fun. But the the morals, but I'm not one of the, the fans that were about to read comments sure. of like, oh, they're hammerheading morals. It's just like, maybe I didn't like it because but I knew like, exactly how. But like, it's a kid's how. show, so they yes. are going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to compare it to, I don't know, like, I don't want to, but it's, the first thing that comes to mind is Teen Titans Go. I love that show. But like, I understand it's made for younger kids, so they're gonna have episodes that are like, reading's cool eat your vegetables it's like that's just gonna happen it's a kid show i would also like to say uh, because i know we're going to get these comments of people saying oh well adventure time's a great kid show it's so well written steven universe is so good gravity falls yes but those are those shows aren't designed to sell toys that is the difference between these shows those shows are for like tweens tweens and not like Nine-year-olds. Yes, but they can appeal. They can appeal. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they're not aiming for that. Yeah, but but I just want to say, like, just because that would be like saying how I met your mother has no artistic merit because it isn't community. It still is a good show. Just because it's a multi-camera sitcom doesn't mean it's not as good as community in its own right. So you're saying like people are saying it has morals, so it's dumb. Yes. Uh, Of people. Well, people are saying like, uh, well, this shows a, this is a kid show. That's terrible. Why can't it live up to the expectation of, because you were saying, Oh, this is a kid show. It was made for kids. But then people will say, well, Steven universe is technically a kid show doing an, um, actually to us, but it's like, no, it's, it's in its own ballpark. It's a it's a sub thing. It's different. So Ninja Steel has its own value as a kid show. Yeah, I'm not saying that like all kids shows are like that. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I know other people are going to come at us. So before they come at us and say those things, I am getting ahead of these commenters and saying you are incorrect commenters. Uh, This is nothing against you. This is against, I'm just trying to get ahead of commenters. Okay. Nicole's not on social media, so she doesn't see these right, commenters. Right. No time for that shit. Ooh, baby, get on Twitter. No. People, oh, Steve F. would love you on Twitter because you'd be posting about Frank and Steve F. at hit people. No, guy. you know what would happen. This oh. is why I don't go on Facebook anymore because people like post shit. They're like, oh, I'm going to post this controversial thing. And then it creates controversy. And they're like, why is there controversy? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Because you're stupid. Controversy. Don't post controversial things if you don't want to talk yeah. about it. Like, that's just idiotic. Oh, unless it's that horrorcore stuff that's controversial, baby. <laughs> they're like, oh, I had to delete it because 
people were mad. And it's like, yeah, because people get mad about this stuff. I like that I know specifics that Nicole is talking about. <laughs> and it's crazy that like it's, it's political. Yes. Yeah. BS. yeah. Well, specific instances in your life okay, because yeah. like I will see there were times when I would just see Nicole just like just like pounding on her touch screen and I was like, oh, she's in a flame war with someone from our hometown. Yeah, it was always from someone from Muskegon because they're all bigots. Yeah, baby. Uh, thankfully, you're welcome, Muskegon. Thankfully, Ninja Steel takes place in Summer Cove, California, yeah. and not Michigan. <laughs> I don't regret what I said. Oh yes, I don't lo- go to Muskegon. It I, sucks. I love the rolling hills of California. <laughs> Ooh, the how about the just avoid meadows. Michigan altogether? Just hey. avoid it. Uh, except the UP has its own qualities. Anna Ann Arbor, it's pretty cool. I, I can't avoid Michigan because that's where my parents and brother live. Same. <laughs> I try Same. to, but then Nicole's like, we need to go. <laughs> my family's sick. Oh, so I guess ninja we have to go steal. spend time with them. So, James. Uh, yeah, what's up? N- Nicole, do you have What's more? up? So you're just going to cut all that out, No, right? no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a- anything that you want to say further about about Ninja oh, Steel. so much. So many things that I already forgot. <laughs> Maybe like your, at least your favorite episodes of Ninja Steel or Super Ninja Steel. Oh, there was actually, okay, like the setting is a okay. thing that I really liked. So many things that like make sense to me. Mm. Where in other things, it's just like, oh, we just all happen to move to this city because this person asked me to or like whatever it's just like person moved to what i'm referencing die ranger because they oh. like all moved to that once like she lived in like china and then moved no there, there was a re she was asked to to move there from yeah, that's what I said. she asked they asked her and she to moved. be a die ranger yeah because her not grandf- everyone can just like pick up and Go live with her grandfather no, to fight evil. That was her job. Her like gra- her grandfather or uncle, whatever. We know. Her no job one knows. was to go to college. Yes. <laughs> but ninja steel. But ninja steel. So okay, guys, don't get mad. I'm talking to the listeners. Don't get mad at me if I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about. It's because I don't. <laughs> So if you're like, uh, uh, she's actually, people you know? didn't move to this to cities and stuff. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. You're right. I'm dumb, but you know no. what I'm saying is that the school setting makes sense to me. These hey, kids are going to Nicole. school, and that's why they're all there every day. Yeah, and then Victor and Monty are there, and it's fun. And then mix the teacher. So they get together with their teacher. They're not like going with some random oh, sure. stranger. So they're just like in the, shop the, class. So you like the setting of how they're all together, like the setup. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how Redbot like fits into that, <laughs> well, but he's well, he, there. Well, he he was a partner with Mick and Brody in the first episode because they came right, down right. from the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to was say... Was I blackout drunk? I like, was going to say, happened? like, Nicole, they, 
he's not their shop like god my memory is just he just so happens to be their shop teacher because there's a position open and they say hey mick you can do this yeah Yeah. that that was all first episode like he was like but why would Redbot be there the whole time because Redbot, okay the Redbot thing. Guys, okay. explain Ninja Steel to me. <laughs> I would like to say, I know what you're about to... I Did think I you're say I to... didn't know what I was talking about? Because I'm saying it again. <laughs> hey, Nicole, you're as dumb as a rock with googly oh eyes. No. Uh, no, that's a reference to oh. uh, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Uh, Nicole said oh, that about Oh, thanks. Herself. No, you said that about me. Oh, no, I did not say that. Sp- I, did, so I said none of it about you. So, Redbot doesn't ever like come out of the the base the base stuck in the base until he gets that book deal which i which think is, is one of my favorite oh, episodes so good I, man <laughs> okay wait before we do all this okay and then i just really like how they have like an intergalactic oh yeah the, tv the station yeah that is oh, so yeah. much fun okay when that concept was first announced, because they always do it at the Power Morphicon before the show airs. Mm-hmm. So Power Morphicon 2016, and there was the big moment because the Blue Ranger, his brother was the past Blue Ranger. There was a big touching moment there. So everyone was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. Um, but when they did the first trailer and they're like, oh, it's going to be like an intergalactic game show. The fandom was like, holy crap, this is mm-hmm. going to be awesome because that's a really unique concept that, you know, out in space, all these other aliens are watching, you know, this gigantic game show. Mm-hmm. My problem with it was I think it was underutilized. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they, they could have done it where. I don't know, like they were beamed in somewhere and, you know. I mean, they literally just use it to introduce the monster. But it's something they've never done before. Mm -hmm. And I really like that concept. Yeah. And yeah, I love that a lot. And I think like a big part of that for me is when they decide to make them bigger. Yeah. Because in like other shows, it's just like, they're like, uh, we're losing. I guess we got to make him big. And I'm like, why didn't you just do that in the first place? Sure. But in this and situation, it makes sense. Yeah, because Be- it's for entertainment purposes. And sometimes what I liked in, in the earlier episodes is sometimes the audience would not choose to gigantify they would send down like the skull gator things yeah or the battle cool. would be over mm-hmm. and so i like that there is that variation too where they didn't always have to gigantify the monster mm-hmm. yeah so that just made that a lot mm-hmm. more sense so articulate nicole i'm pulling up the episode oh my god uh, as, as articulate as a rock with google eyes yeah. on it i'm pulling guys up. we're selling rocks with google eyes go go buy one at www.patreon.com forward slash ranger command ph forward slash pizza party How, the pizza party 75 dollars <laughs> but if you once a month if you do 76 dollars you get a rock with googly eyes on it we will drive to your home and throw it through your window. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what? We're kind souls. We'll help clean up the glass shards. But when we get blood all over our hands, guess what? That's on you. Um, and then I guess Victor and Monty, I that was I guess that was a part that I 
didn't I couldn't dissect why I love those two so much. Sure. Okay. So I just yeah. do. I just love it and they're just fun and oh, and I wanted to say that at first I did not like this show. Like James just started watching it on his own yeah. and I would, you know, just be around and be like, "What is this garbage you're watching?" And then I saw some Victor and Monty scenes and I was like oh my god this is awesome (laughs) and then I just had to I had to keep watching it for Victor and Monty yeah so I'll be a little quick with my explanation of why I love this and I do think I have a very skewed opinion of this because I had the pleasure of watching it with Nicole and like she said I know I I you made it so much more enjoyable, which I was already enjoying it because of just how bonkers it is. Guys, and get what's yourself up? a rock with googly eyes on it and watch that. Watch Ninja Steel with that rock. But it still wouldn't be as good because we were we were <laughs> riffing on it. You know? Oh, wait. But, well, I guess. No. Rock's got jokes, baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Get a rock joke. Uh, that's a rock fact. Uh, we're referencing things. But. Nicole and I did just riff on it constantly. And it's fun to do. So I guess like find someone with the same weird sense of humor as you do. And hopefully you have a weird sense of humor. And like, I feel like we both, like we realize that Victor and Monty are ridiculous and the jokes are dumb. But like that's. But that made it fun for you guys. Yeah. And. Because Teresa and I watched all of Dino Charge. Like, that was one season that we watched together. And, yeah, there'd be some dumb stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. But we would laugh about it. Or she'd be like, oh, look, it's a stunt double. And we'd, like, Power Rangers is ridiculous. Yes. This whole concept is mm-hmm. freaking crazy. Super Sentai is the same way. This whole show is nuts. So... Maybe that would have been a thing like if we if she watched Ninja Steel with me, it would have been like maybe better because I, I totally get it. Like watching with someone like riffing on it. And that's why we do like Ranger Command. That's why we do our episode commentaries because we should do a Ninja Steel together someday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We totally can. And that that's what I like. Like when Zach, AP and I watch one of these Power Ranger episodes from different seasons. And it's one that we haven't seen maybe since it aired. Mm-hmm. And your perspective changes from a kid to an adult. And you're like, oh my God, look at the subtext in this. Or look mm-hmm. how silly and dumb this is. And we just have a laugh about it. We're not we're not saying the show is bad. It's entertaining for us in a different way than a kid would see it. Yeah. So... I totally appreciate that for Ninja Steel. For me, binging it, not the best option. Because I, I, I think I still had some of that like stigmatism against it. And like, oh man, they like wasted the 25th anniversary or whatever. And so yeah. maybe I was watching that a bit jaded. And when I binged it this week, yeah, seeing Victor go, no, at the end, like four episodes in a row, I'm like... Oh my God, can we do something different? <laughs> but but then the show's not for me. Mm-hmm. And sure, maybe if I was watching it with Teresa, we could have laughed together. So 
I really appreciate that the two of you have watched it and had that experience together and riffed on it. And, yeah, because and, there yeah. are there are things like we were just watching an episode and Brax is yes, the main Brax. villain. And it's just like a calm night. And then Nicole just goes, Brexit, because we, <laughs> we were calling him Brexit because I thought his name was Braxit for some weird reason. So then I just started saying Brexit. And that's the, so that's we were the doing jokes. Yeah. yeah. But enough, so when I initially watched this, Sentai Mecca's usually have a common theme and i was like what what is this and luckily i i did the research and it was it's a very small research yeah i went on and i looked hey the creators of this just wanted to do anything that was fun and having that in your mind and then watching ninja right. steel you can understand why there's a giant red bot you can understand why cody their dog is there you can understand oh, yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> yes <laughs> So these things well, are just so fun. Can I just interject? Yeah. Like, so the Sentai Ninja, not a lot of people like Ninja either on the Sentai side because it was like the Megazord was that mishmash of whatever. It's okay. It's a hodgepodge. It, it's it's but, unappealing, but it's fun. No, but here's the thing: the the Sentai when they were designing that, each of the Zords represents a different era of Sentai. Like there's the ninja theme. They, they have one with a dragon for the mystical theme, a hoverboard or not hoverboard, like a hover train for like the technical theme. So since Ninja was its own kind of anniversary, cause they did, they brought in other ninja teams from past Sentai. They treated that as, even though it wasn't on an anniversary year, they treat it as kind of like their own anniversary season. It's just a fun celebration it's of a, this show. Exactly. And for real, when Ninja first came out, and this was before Ninja Steel, obviously. Yeah. Um, I bought that that Megazord Mecha because I was like, this is fun. Yeah. I love the Ninja Stars. Like, I think the idea of like switching out the robot and them sitting in see, the robot. See, those are the parts that I thought were dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It... But see, that's the thing. Like there are parts that you like, there are parts that I yeah. like. And, but I think Ninja Steel, like I had no problem with the actual Zords because I knew where they came from. I just hate those cockpits like standing around because in Power Rangers, it's been like six years of them just standing mm -hmm. in a thing with the yeah. And it's just like the one part that blew me away when Ninja Steel happened was like, you can see the seam and the backdrop from when they wallpapered it. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> treat this a little better. Oh At least like gosh. in Samurai, they had a full textured background, even though they were also standing in a cockpit. So yeah. it, I think I think the problem with that, it was just like the reason people didn't like it so much was that. It was the same ideas. Like it was the eighth year of compounding mm. these same similar things. And I think people were tired of it. But again, you guys coming into this kind of fresh. Yeah. Like it's a new perspective. Like you don't have that baggage of 25 years of the show. Yeah. Hey. I mean, but did those other series have Victor and Monty in They did them? not. Can we like okay? Can we become friends with those actors? Oh, I'm trying, and that's then the whole just that was like the plan of Victor and Monty show, and then get Melzer, 
and his crew and just like make scenes for old Power Ranger series and to just like cut them, them in, in yeah. there. Hey, let's try it. <laughs> to, I mean, we'd need money. Like, uh, like the bad one, like Megaforce to make it watchable. Okay, guys, in order to get funding for this, it's going to be a new tier, $1,000 a month <laughs> whoa, over whoa. on Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Ranger Command PH. Holy cow. If they can't get their own show, we'll just paste them into yes. other shows. But guys, for real, <laughs> please. Wait, tweet like, at like them. Victor Monty in the background to Megaforce High School, <laughs> like just them, yeah, like, oh. just and even just like their own B story. Oh, sure. Yes, <laughs> okay, I'm actually behind yeah. that. <laughs> They're great, but so anyone who hasn't seen, I, I'm pretty sure it's Super Ninja Steel. If if you thought this show was dumb, I would like to direct you to the most bonkers episode. I don't remember the name of it, but I know the plot line because okay, it for okay. real is from bonkers. Super Ninja Steel? Yes, from Super Ninja Steel. Wait, oh Tell man, I just had it opened up. Tell me the plot line because I. Can't I even... also I have it opened up. Let me see. Uh... No, tell tell me the plot. I can. I literally just watched it this past. Oh, week. okay. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Mind. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Tell the daddy. Oh, also, I was gonna say we come in and fresh as hell, daddy. Ew. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, it's the most bonkers thing because yeah. it's in a kid show. Yes. Uh, uh, Kyle Calvin's. Calvin. Uh, Calvin. <laughs> Is repairing two hundred thirty-seven Calvins. Oh, it's so hot! Is this is this the, right the episode Car Trouble where he quits high school? Yes, it's so insane. He gets episode it. sixteen of Super Ninja. Theory. So this is what happens: I, he fixes a car, I think, and then a guy who runs a Joe tow, Joe the tow guy. Yep, Joe's towing is that what it's probably called? Joe's yeah. toes. Uh, ooh, uh, it's nope, feet. Keep going. Nope. Feet with keep you. Going. Please don't. Keep, please don't move on. Uh, and he says, "Wow, dude, you're really good at this. Screw going to high school. <laughs> you should do this full time." And he does. He has a girlfriend. He has also, and he has a responsibility of being a ranger. Levi, who was the biggest country star in all of the world, stopped doing that to become a ranger and go to high school. Yep. But Kelvin wants to be a mechanic. It's his number one dream to work on cars for a living. Decides, hey, I'm going to quit high school. One scene, everyone is like, including his girlfriend, his high school sweetheart, is like, you can't do that. Next scene, they're completely fine with it. <laughs> I love this completely episode. on board. <laughs> it is the best episode of this entire season. Do you remember Victor Mani's uh, B plot? God, what, what was it? I don't remember. Oh, jeez. Let me pull up episode 16 right now. They're probably uh, farting into bean cans. <laughs> You're right. Ranger Wiki has like no plot for it's Super insane. Ninja Steel. Uh, but whatever it was, they were great in it. But yes, guys, that's the bonkersness. I remember watching this and Nicole was in the kitchen and I said, this can't be happening. This is a kid show who's supposed to be teaching morals. What if a kid only watches... 15 minutes of this and then lunchtime he doesn't get the moral at the end it's saying hey guys if you get a career which hey maybe you don't really need high school all the way uh just 
quit doing this. It was insane, but I loved it. They're saying, hey, you're good at one thing. That's fine. You can quit high school. You just have to be that one thing for the rest of your life. As long as you can make money off from that one thing, do it. Are you really good at friggin' paddle ball? Can you make money off from it? Are you committed to do it for the rest of your life? Uh, what what's something in high school I was committed to doing the the entire life? Oh, we too can't. Easy. We that needs to be bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> this is being left oh, in. God. His little yes. bit. Oh no, no. I mean that's getting bleeped out. People can insinuate. Also, you can cut. It's, I believe Eric knows this. Oh, this is the one where Victor gets zapped by the monster, oh, the yes. electricity. Yes. And, and and he and then there's like Sven the double O agent double O Sven and they're like double O seven he's like no double O Sven yes he's okay. like I'm Swedish so yes that e- that makes it even better this episode is a flawless episode please watch it Netflix you can get it right Guys, now how are you not loving this sh- oh yeah uh, for that re- remembering that made double me double O Sven oh that's uh, Victor actually saves the city because yeah. that's the, the the power is out, and then he uses the rest of his energy yes. to chart, and then he loses the power, and then they're running after Agent Sven's car, yeah, because they he was about to become and, a secret agent, and that stuff. Great jokes in that of them saying, "Oh yes, we'll wait here." Then they look at him running, you know, uh, pulling away, and they try to run after him. The guys, this is a great show. Watch it for the bonkersness of it. If just appreciate that, appreciate that. So many people spent so much time on this, and it turned out so insanely bonkers, and it's fantastic. Oh, wait, I will say one episode that I I really thought the message was great was Happy to Be Me. That episode is the one right after the one we just talked about, but that's where... Uh, Tynamon switches voices with Levi and they're trying to fix it with the spell and then he becomes a kid. Yeah. But for real, I actually enjoyed the message of that episode because he's super depressed that his voice has been taken away. Mm -hmm. He's now a kid. And then he comes up on that other kid mm-hmm. and they share this heart to heart. And she says, oh, wow. It's you know, so th- cute. she's like, that's a Levi Weston song that I really like. And so cheesy. What I liked about that was because it made him like he has all these super hits, but it's like. And at one point, I think in the series, he said that, oh, someone else wrote that for me. But yeah, he realizes that he's singing these songs too, but it's actually making an impact on people. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I have to listen to the lyrics to my own songs. And he like gets the own lesson that he's inspiring from people. And in the, in the base, when they're trying to fix him after he met that kid and he's like, well, I still love music. Singing's not the only thing I can do with music. And he's like, if I have to be a kid all over again, maybe I can do it better. And all the other Rangers are like, whoa, this is so unlike you. Because, yeah, he matured in that he learned that you can do other things than what you're known for. And I legit thought that was a great message for kids. 
not the episode before where, hey, quit school because you're good at one thing. But no, like legitimately, that was one episode I truly enjoyed of this show because kid actors on Power Rangers are usually freaking horrible. And this was the one instance where they were, it was actually pretty good. And I thought that was sweet that at the end, he went back to that girl and like said, hey, my, you know, my friend. Uh, and she's like, oh my God, Levi Wesson. And, you know, they were able to kick the soccer ball around and she was included. And then she learned the lesson because even though these kids, these other jerk kids have been not letting her play forever, she has the opportunity to deny them like they denied her and she lets them join in too. And Levi even says, ah, that a girl, like, like she learned the lesson too. So genuinely, I thought that was a, a good episode just for the, cause you know, we're talking about these morals and sure the morals are usually heavy handed, but what really struck me was when he came to the realization that even though these things that I'm good at are taken away from me, I can find something else to be good at. And I just thought legitimately that was a good message. And then quit high school. No, don't. <laughs> so surprisingly, I had a huge issue with that episode where he turns into a, a, a full-grown buff teen, turns into a tween, and kind of starts with that mind flirting with a tween. Okay, we're not getting into so, that. No, no, no. I, what no. about okay. when the guy he switches voices with turns Tynamon. out Tinymon is a tiny monster? Yeah. Wait, what? You don't remember that? No, His I don't. actual body is a robot. Yeah, and he's the just robot a is a body person. and he's like this big. Remember when... When that was like his secret, like they were like, oh, it's your little secret. And they were all hinting at it. Tiny Mon, like Tiny Mon, Tiny Monster. Like that was the joke. Oh, and I don't remember any of this. Yeah. Remember, like, you don't remember, like, because it was towards the end. It was literally towards the end of the season and they made Mick evil. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I yeah, don't remember but- any Tiny Mon thing. Oh my God. No, you want to know? I'll Google it while we go on to the. So he's like, he looks the same, but he's like literally this big. He looks exactly the same. I I think I just don't remember the villain of this this episode. No, he was in multiple episodes. It was the guy that introduces Brax. The guy with the annoying voice. He's Brax's hype man. And he looks like a gnome. Oh. He okay. had the staff, and he was like, Ooh. "Oh yeah, guys, who had the voice like this?" Okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm also, I'm tired. I, mean, I woke I'm up at like sure six. They, I don't know. They only bring it up in like the episode. Yeah, but hey, good thing I said something, guys, that I didn't like with this episode. But there was a clear edit, and I know Eric cut it out. I mean, I just, I? I just segued over to Tiny No, and it was so. a good, it oh, was okay, a good great. segue, guys. Yeah. It was cut, baby. We, we could also cut this. And cut it all. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> well, now we have to leave it in after that classic yes, joke. Classic. And there were some one-liners. I, I don't remember the specifics there, but there were some references to like, kind of like 
adult movies. No, I'm not like not triple X or anything. Like, <laughs> no, like uh, hey, but, but it could be you know Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel? and triple X. No, but there there was like some. <laughs> Give me some skin. No laugh. No reaction from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to or maybe on. Ice Cube. We don't know. <laughs> But no, th- there was some actual like lines that I was like, I know what they're refer like I know what movie they're referencing or whatever. So I caught little things like that. There were some Easter eggs that reference past Power Ranger things where I'm like, okay, I get it. But yeah, I mean that was one example of an episode of this season that I did like. So I'm I'm saying I don't like hate it. It's just it's not on my top five Power Rangers. Considering I've only seen one series, it's my top one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Seriously, like, what else about Super Ninja Steel that you guys want to talk about before we move on to many listener comments? I think the comments will be able to just get into more. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I said everything I need to say. Yes. All right. Say what you need to say. Is that a song? What you need to say. Is that a song? I'll be there wherever you need me. I just went into the super. That was one of Levi's songs. Oh, that was was the song from that episode. Hey guys, I rap and I don't even remember my own lyrics. (laughs) I'm not going to remember someone else's. Okay, for real this time. All right. So I just want to thank all of our listeners because. This was one of the largest reactions that we've ever got. <laughs> are we going to do all? Like we pissed everyone off. <laughs> are we? Are we going to go through all of them? Yes, one by one. One by letter one. by letter. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, it's going to get late. <laughs> you might be uh, just driving us straight home, man. Uh, oh boy, I, I, I can. Oh well. Oh, I mean, we don't want you to do that. You yeah, work tomorrow. Yeah, who cares? At least drive us to. Uh, I don't know. No, no, no. I'll take care of you guys. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh, we're getting kiss daddied tonight. Oh, I wouldn't Can go you that You're going to tuck us in? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will you sing us Levi Weston songs until he falls asleep? I'll be there yeah. whenever you need this me. This is insane. How do people remember lyrics? It doesn't well, make I'm, sense. I'm bad at lyrics, too. That, that was like a whole episode about his lyrics. Uh, it's <laughs> I write, record, <laughs> produce, then perform live songs and then completely forget them. Uh, I used to have to ask a friend before he was my hype man. The The introduction would start and if you ever saw me perform live, I would quickly whisper over into his ear and what I was whispering was, what is the first two lines of this song? All right. I'm not going to go through every comment because there are some that are like we don't even need to comment on. Oh, on... then those are the ones we do need to comment oh, yeah. on. <laughs> Give me them well, comments. Well, well, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like, I'm not going to mention the one where it's literally just an emoji shrug. Like, I'm not going to. Hey, you mentioned it. You better give <laughs> oh. them credit. Okay, I will. Uh, Instagram, Buffaroo said, I Oh my, hold on. There's all, I forgot there was Instagram and Facebook. I, there yep. were like 56 Twitter comments. There oh were. Oh my God. No, look, we, Golly. I'm not gonna, we'll be here another two hours if I did that. So. Hey guys, two part. <laughs> no. Guys, slumber party. Instagram, Buffaroo said, I watched about half, especially the reunion. I thought the reunion stuff was great. The rest was okay and fun, but not the strongest. Uh, 
talking Tanuki said, I watched the whole season. I really like the cast, but the writing was lacking. One guy said, this show sucks. Um, (laughs) 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 That's Lord uh, Kushai. Uh, Fifth underscore Noble said, I liked a lot of things about it. Having the villains run their own reality TV show to destroy the Rangers was hilarious. Love that concept. I also thought the bulk and skull type characters of the show were great too. It did lack something, but I think this show gets too much of a bad rap. Hey, Uh, this person's a lord in my eyes. I know there are tons of kids out there who fell in love with Power Rangers because of this show, and I think that's wonderful. His Lord Bouchai? No, this is fifth underscore noble. Hey, oh, you want to know what? You're noble in our eyes. (laughs) Was there a lord person? Yeah, Lord uh, Kushai said this show sucks. Okay, you want to know what? <laughs> You're a lord of suck. That's what you are. Oh Whoa. God. Also, hey, guys, the views of Mostly Speaking Sentai do not reflect the views of the gracious hosts of Ranger Command Power Hour. Uh, Jared W91 said, love the Sadarso factor. That's Peter Sadarso who plays Preston. He's the brother of Yoshi Sadarso who played the Dino Charge Blue Ranger. In okay. the season before. So he said, love the Sadarso factor. Choreography was dope. Victor and Monty were cool, too. I got a kick out of the season. I'm liking Instagram so far. Much better than Twitter that I know. Then you might like Facebook, too, because... Um, oh, wait. Lance J. Mueller <laughs> said, I watched two episodes, but the lighting was so dreary that I couldn't enjoy it. It was so bright. What's his name? Lance. Get Lance. a freaking heart. Lance, <laughs> hey, get a heart. Let, just Lance that clot that's in you that's bringing blood into get your a, heart. Get a, get a rock with Google eyes. Put it where your heart is. Get wrecked. I need. Get- <laughs> hey guys, listen to Lance. Get wrecked. Yeah, get wrecked, dude. Listen to mostly speaking Sentai to get that. I need like a pen or something so I can write people's names down so I can reference. No, their you name. don't. That's creepy. Um. Anthony Marsh Jr. said, sure, Megaforce is considered the worst of all seasons by many many fans, but to me, Ninja Steel was a near franchise killer. Glad I didn't watch it besides the anniversary episode when it aired. I was still busy on my Trakina-centric fan film project. Hey, what's this person's name? Anthony. Oh, you think what's you're his last name? Us? Anthony Marsh you Jr. Hey, you want to know what Anthony Marsh? You think this is a franchise killer? Think you're better than me? You want to know what? You're soft as a mallow, dude. Oh my god. Oh well, uh, Facebook isn't isn't as great. Um, Omar. Isla said a complete disappointment. They are not ninjas. The comedy was so lame, forced, disgusting. Victor and Monty were the worst sidekicks ever. A lot of potential totally wasted. Okay, uh, they weren't sidekicks. They didn't even know they were rangers. So. Yeah, guys, they're not sidekicks. You want to know what, Omar? I bet you've never even had a sidekick yourself. I bet you never even had a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your ward? Who's your Robin? Yeah. You're jealous. Okay. Um, we harmonize, <laughs> baby. Okay. W- one moment. I, yeah. I, I, I do want to, because we do get some comments about a particular episode. Um, I just want to get your guys' thoughts really quickly mm-hmm. for Dimensions in Danger, the actual anniversary team-up mm-hmm. episode. Having not seen a lot of other different seasons... 
What did you guys think of the anniversary episode? I liked it. That was good. Oh, God, JDF. He's so steamy. I feel like that's what people that don't like the show, I think that's what they wanted the show to be. Yeah. And Which is unrealistic. Why I like the show is because it's not that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I I enjoyed it. I, I definitely... When I saw it, I was like, wait, how come people don't like this show? This episode was great. Because, like, that's what I mean when I'm like, they try to get dark. Yeah. But it's not. Right. Like, it's not dark enough for me. It's too in the middle. It needs to be either really fun and light or just, like, hopelessly depressing. Yeah, it's in the middle, guys. Eden, sure, baby. ABC. So, like, personally, that's why. Okay. The Power Rangers guy said, honestly, didn't think it's as bad as everyone says. I love certain episodes in Super Ninja Steel and thought Dimensions in Danger was a good anniversary episode. The comic relief characters were the worst, not blaming the actors, but the stuff they had them doing was super cringy. I was about to say the Power Rangers guy, you earned your title, but that last remark, no, 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 better get a new one. Maybe the Power Rangers, eh. (laughs) (laughs) these are all improv i'm not writing these uh davis sabot oh wow that's a long one um guys (laughs) the last name or the comment no 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 the whole comment okay um yeah because i i gotta get these guys home at some point uh and drive back okay we're moving on i'm jumping all around we're moving on (laughs) to twitter uh golden four seven seven two said personally i like ninja steel it was very fun to watch and thanks to the 25th anniversary episode, I got to see a certain Yellow Ranger again. That's uh, Sierra Hanna from Megaforce. Uh, but much like Megaforce, this season was another example of why I must love the show and not the fandom. What was their Twitter? Yeah. That's Golden Force 772 Hey, send me that because guess what? You're getting a follow Friday from us. Oh, Samus Aran, Miley at Samus Aran 2020 said... I loved Power Rangers Ninja Steel. The cast was wonderful and it had a great story. Just like the awesome Megaforce, it was very entertaining. Yes. Guys, I'm watching Megaforce next. And I'll, <laughs> you know I'll be back elated with it. That dude loves teens. <laughs> the guy. That Tiki loves teens. Oh, yeah. That Tiki yeah. loves teens. He says, give me some sexy teens. <laughs> he does <laughs> say the sexy part. He says vitriol and And then that's and when buff. they do the that's when they do the pan up on the Oh on yeah, the girl he goes, Oh, I'm sipping out of a drinking fountain, but I'm really checking out that teen. <laughs> uh Azzy Fox says I gave it a 7 out of 10 overall. The stale Mighty Morphin Power Rangers formula and excessive focus on Tommy in the anniversary special were huge detriments, but also had a great moments like the Romero Brothers reunion and Kelson finally becoming a Power Ranger. Hey, Fox, you a fox. Shadow Ray 22 said, love the cast, but overall the writing wasn't that good. The characters didn't grow. The villains were kind of boring. And the story, if you can call it that, was barely a thing beyond the wacky high school antics. Also, Victor and Monty were just the worst at times. Their scenes were just a pain to get through. The best parts were the episodes that focused on other seasons like Dimensions and The Poise Show. I'm glad that the writers have been able to redeem themselves with Beast Morphers. 
Shadow Ray, more like Sonic Ray, because you're not as cool as Shadow. Yeah, you I'm just saying, Sonic. like, if you don't like fun, then I guess you don't like this show. Yeah, guys, be fun in your life, and it's you'll like love Ninja fun. Steel. Also, let's comment on the comments instead of the you commenters. Gotta, <laughs> you gotta learn how to be funny. funny. I mean, this is 100% us joking. Oh, yes. Yeah, like yeah. Anyone we, that doesn't understand that, I'm saying that right now, literally everything we've said is a joke. Except our opinions on Ninja Steel. That's 100% <laughs> true. Like, I know now it's We seems- actually just hate Ninja Steel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, came around. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger. He's also on the Four Eyed Radio Network for Ooh. Victory Road, a Pokemon. I don't know if that's the. We're on our way to Viridian City. Oh, you didn't peek. You're a professional. Watch their G4. G4. I keep saying G Force. That's a whole different thing. Watch their or listen to their G Fest commentary, the, the road to, to G Fest. Before you listen to the actual G-Fest episode. So Kyle said, I never watched it live except for the anniversary. So I only watched it on Netflix. I don't know if binging it made it better, but I really like both seasons. The cast was amazing. Lots of funny jokes. Great Easter eggs to past seasons in my top 10 for sure. Yeah, I saw that comment and that's why I asked you if binging was oh, sure. better or not. But... Then again, opinions differ on that, too. <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, it takes two to toku. It takes two to make a toku right. Uh, at It takes two to toku said, watched every episode. It was a great cast let down by the lack of an engaging, overarching plot. For me, the bright spot was Levi remembering who he was and his reunion with Brody at the end of the episode, Family Fusion, which... This- this is why we love It Takes Two to Toku. They're great people. Follow them on Instagram. That's where they're most active. We got a lot of comments of people dropping it after two episodes, like Jelly Filled Donuts at Dickerzanti said, I couldn't stomach the first two episodes, had to give up after them. Art of Beast King. Wait, hold on. He couldn't stomach those episodes because he has too many jelly-filled donuts in him. You're sick, man. Literally. Quit eating nothing but jelly donuts. You don't know if they're a man. Well, I use man as just like an overarching man. Hey, man, what you doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Art of Beast King at Beast King 1981 said, Very disappointing after episode two. Didn't even finish season one or watch any season two except for the anniversary. You want, wait, wait, or don't the even, Tommy-versary episode. I, I was going to say, don't even finish his comment if he's not going to finish even the third episode. There you go. <laughs> we um, got you in a corner. I don't know what that means. Kurt, Mi- Kurt <laughs> no McGirt. No baby in a corner. Kurt McGirt at underscore Kurt find McGirt. her. <laughs> Said, I don't find it as offensive as most people seem to. I think it was fine. The biggest crime was wasted potential. I just want to know if that's their real name. Probably not. (laughs) Uh, Random Rainbow at Random Rainbow AD said, here's the thing. I just think that it was harmlessly uneventful at times. Not as hurtful as Megaforce, but it had its fair share of problems. But there are good things about it, like a somewhat healthy relationship between Calvin and Haley. I would like to point, this is a huge thing. I thought they had a terrible relationship. They they should have been broken up. 
I don't. Oh, yeah. They're. But when they did break up towards the end, it was for a very stupid reason. Uh, wait, why did they break up? I forget. Because. You just watched it with. Me. I know. She did the audition. Oh, he yes. He didn't bring the stuff. And then she was like, How's my audition? He was like, he It was fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. And she, then oh, she was like, Yeah, but that's because you didn't bring the stuff. And he was like, Well, it sucked anyway. And then Victor and Monty won the contest. Yes. And <laughs> the, they got beamed up to the ship. Good. And then he's like, see, it's good that you didn't get picked. Otherwise, you would have got. <laughs> and then they had that whole argument. Yeah, I. They, they're they a bad relationship, guys. If you know someone in a relationship like this where it, clearly they're two Power Rangers and they fight all the time and they're totally not compatible, tell them to break up. How many fights did they have? It seems like every single episode. Mm. All right. And Cody, oh, wonder who gets to keep Cody. No. Cody's his own dog. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> nice. Chris at Toku Chris uh, said a concentrated effort to devalue a brand and thus all its existing licenses to ha- hasten the sale of it to a pre-planned buyer and not to raise red flags about price versus value to watchdog groups. Thumbs up, half kidding, but hell, run with the conspiracy theory. And because this was the season before, well, right after this, it w- the brand was sold off to yeah. Hasbro. And I think it's valid. We do live in a corporate America where things like this happen. And it wouldn't be a surprise that it's a valid theory. We looked up, I remember looking up like figures and stuff for the series and they were not good. Oh, do you mean uh, like ratings and stuff? No, the actual action figures. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Fi- I thought yeah, you meant sorry, like, like sorry. business figures. Yes, yeah, they uh, figures s- and, and dividends. Oh yes, uh, Deutschmarks. Steve, I say Helsinki, and you go to Geneva. That's f- oh Tom wait, Tom Green. Can't... Yes, it's Tom Green. I was about to say the title of the movie, but that would have to be bleeped out. <laughs> Tom Green. Yes, it's Tom Green. But yeah, it's a valid argument. Yeah. It's probably what happened i mean look the movie didn't do great this last season didn't do great the toys for ninja steel were horrible by bandai it definitely sorry what movie didn't do great business numbers didn't do great business numbers didn't do great i loved the 2017 movie movie was really good i completely agree it would be like amazing like UHF, when it came out, tanked at the box office. Doesn't mean it's a terrible movie. It's exactly. a fantastic movie. Got it, got it, That's got what it, got we're it. saying. The figures. Yes, the got figures. It. The actual figures, mm-hmm. like money figures. Yes. yes. The dividends. But the dollars. <laughs> the stocks and bonds. Dow Jones. USD. <laughs> <laughs> the the exchange rate, the yen to US exchange rate. Bull market. Interest. <laughs> High fidelity. Uh. That's a John Cusack. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? <laughs> That's what my record player That's, is. Yeah. We got a lot of comments. A couple more things. Edward Sanchez at Edward is the man said, I have no problems with the show. I do feel really bad for the cast. I know for them it hurts to hear all of the honest criticism from fans. This is my honest criticism. Cast, you did great. Victor and Monty, Chris Reed, Kayla Bendit. The criticism Fantastic. is on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the cr- Are you taking that again or doing a new thing, Nicole? You got it. 
I believe in you. If you hate the show, you hate yourself. <laughs> Why are you doing that accent? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll post the link to our social threads where it has... All of these comments where people can read for yourself. I know we usually get to these, but the episode is is, is running longish and it's getting late on yeah, a guys. Sunday. So even in the comments, it's very Ninja Steel is very polarizing. Some people are like, it's the worst ever, and some people are like, it's not that bad. Give it a chance. I, I really that's a weird definition of polarizing of like it's either very bad or in the middle. There's no <laughs> the other. End. No, no, no. There, there were people that were like, "Hey, it's great. It got an unfair shake." I'm gonna be honest. We bought bots. We wrote those comments. I'm kidding. We didn't. No, these are all very real people that follow us on social media. Oh no, I'm saying the the good comments. Oh um, yes, not but every no, single not. comment. I don't have that kind of change. <laughs> Why would we Dividends? write bad ones? I know. Even though I was going to write this show off before we did this episode, like I was like, I'm not going to watch Super Ninja Steel. But then, and I don't want to say like, oh, well, I wouldn't be a true fan if I didn't watch everything. But no, it's like I've watched every episode of Power Rangers. And even when I swore off Super Ninja Steel, you know, binging it in a week, like I did see good things i did see things i didn't like but i can say that hey i watched it and i can criticize it on my own terms and i think it is unfair to write a whole show off just watching two episodes because all the time and effort that the production crew did this the actors they spent you know nine months of their lives in new zealand to make this show like there is a lot of effort put into Power Rangers, even in the quote unquote like war seasons or, you know, the ones that aren't as critically as popular as as others. So I say, look, if you were totally on the fence on it, I'd say give it a shot. Just watch it. I do at least think it's unfair to completely write off this show after a couple episodes. Yes. I think that's unfair for any entertainment. Please watch at least episode 16 of Super Ninja Steel. <laughs> it's great, guys. Just like know that it's fun and it doesn't try to take itself too seriously. Oh, yeah. That's what is good about it. And yeah, and if you're over the age of 10, just know that you are not the target audience for this. And yeah. you can approach it with a more lighthearted, like you can riff on it. You can, you can make fun of it, but mm -hmm. if you're getting that entertainment value out of this show, whether you're riffing on it or you're literally enjoying it or you don't like it, it's doing its job as entertainment to yeah. somehow fill that boredom in your life and just give you some entertainment. Heck mm -hmm. yeah. That's the real lesson that we learned today. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so it's time to plug all of your guys' stuff. It's time to ranger down. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. We're rangering down now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicole. Yeah. What you got? I Wait, am I plugging Mostly Speaking Sentai? No, no. Plug your stuff, and then James will plug Mostly Speaking Sentai. You can plug it. Okay, we can both plug it? Yes, let's both plug it, and then we'll do separate plugs. Okay, yeah, there you go. How are we doing this? You start it, baby. Why do I need everything planned out? Okay, I'm Nicole. And I'm James. From Mostly, Mostly Speaking Speak Sentai. Sentai. 
We're a podcast that does things. (laughs) Okay, I guess I need to explain this. We are a podcast where we invite comedians, musicians, artists, fellow podcasters from Chicago who have never seen Super Sentai in most cases, and we show them an episode. We've just got done with Die Ranger. We'll be moving on to Car Ranger shortly. We did a couple... uh, Godzilla episodes. Yeah. We also watched Los Luchadores. Eric's Which been is on fun, it. yeah. It, it was another Saban show. And we try to get them into Super Sentai in a way that we're zero, we have zero pretension. We're not trying to talk down to them. We're not trying to be gatekeepers of this thing because we, we technically don't have the knowledge. And we've been in fandoms who are like that. Like rap can be very pretentious. And don't be, guys. Don't be pretentious. Just if someone asks a question, be excited that you get to share this with them. Mm-hmm. And that's the conceit of it. And we are a comedy podcast first and then a tokusatsu podcast yeah, second. That's why it's called Mostly. Yeah, Speaking Sentai. Sentai. Baby. And we're every <laughs> new episodes every Thursday. All right. Where can they find our podcast? You can find it wherever you're listening to this, I believe. Yes, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I, we're also on iHeartRadio somehow now. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Hey. And you, what's the website? Oh, yes. You can find, well, this, I have other stuff to plug after Nicole, but you can also find more information about it on I mean, MLMPod.com. Hey, I guess I'm going even more. Hey, guys. Also, speaking of Victor, on a podcast I do called This Movie's Gay, where my friend Corwin, who is a queer person, he is introducing me to queer cinema. We watch a LGBTQ movie plus two and we talk about it. It's also very much like mostly speaking Sentai. In some sense, Corwin definitely tries to rein me in more than Nicole because I can't be tamed like Gigi Allen. And we watched a movie. I forget. It's the most recent one we watched. Do you remember what it was called? Mm-mm. It had Victor in it, and we were very surprised. It had Chris Reed yes, in it? Yes, he, he was looking very young. It was maybe six years ago. It was great. We saw him, and we were like, holy crap, this is Victor. Oh, uh, It was a 10-year... Yes, 10-year plan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was. It's a great movie, but we watch very independent movies. Sure. We've gone a couple bigger budget ones, but yeah. for the most part, we're trying to get people's eyes and ears on this art form so more people will watch it and the community will grow and all you know we're 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 just trying to show people all of this great stuff but also you guys got to check out my D &D podcast called hit it and crit it i start halfway through this series it's us doing a campaign it's an evil campaign Mm -hmm. opposed to hey a bunch of adventurers trying to save the world we are trying to take it over where it's an evil campaign, we're loving it. The DM's great, is very great at storytelling and world building. I come in around episode 19, but you can always hear me in the background either laughing or telling them, hey guys, please speak into the microphone. Listen to it wherever you find, mostly speaking Sentai, this movie's gay, and then my other podcast, yeah, I have four of them, babies. What the hell mouth? And It's hey, awesome. Yes, Eric loves it. He's going to be on someday. I hope so. It's uh, great. Uh, yes, you don't don't say hope so. You're, <laughs> we all want you on okay, there. Okay, awesome. Uh, we're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The concept and dynamic of the show is... TC, my best friend, third best friend behind my betrothed in a cat, 
loves Buffy so much that when they were a child, they had Buffy notebooks, like the Book of Buffy is what they called it, where they had pretty much full scripts written down, so much information in these books. Their girlfriend, Anissa, hates Buffy. They need a con- like someone who has never seen it. That's where I come in. I've never seen Buffy before. We're going episode by episode. We sometimes have guests, but uh, to be honest, sometimes we do not talk about Buffy the entire episode. <laughs> We've, we watched the episode before we recorded, but we mainly talk about... We do... Granted, we talk about some triggering things sure. about mainly uh, parents, our parents, abusing us as children. Uh, it can get very dark. We There's one episode at the end we all cry because TC and talks about their addiction. But it is ve- it's it's very, real. Yes. It's it, very real. Very real. But most of the time we're very lighthearted. That episode, uh, because I've dealt with people in my life who were addicts. Yeah. Uh, but for real, it's a very – the podcast is constantly evolving. Yeah, and I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sometimes I'm looking forward more to, to what the hell mouth over mostly speaking Sunday. But I love both. Yes. I, I love both. You guys are amazing. But I really think that the chemistry on what the hell mouth between you, TC, and Anissa is like – amazing like there's some great like in jokes that kind of build over the course of of the podcast and yeah there's sometimes you guys barely talk about buffy at all but you guys delve into some funny topics some serious topics but there's always that humor there and even if you have seen buffy or haven't or know about it just check out what the hell mouth and yeah and mostly speaking sentai because that's how we all got to meet yeah and, it, and it's fantastic especially for mostly speaking sentai if you want a starting point eric and teresa from ranger command have been on the podcast multiple times yeah i think episode 12 hotel sweat and then plant stick here which was a mostly love and lucha where we watched Los luchadoras it's a bonker show guys and yeah, you can you can start out because you guys because our listeners know us obviously. Um, yeah, those two episodes are great intro to just mostly speaking Sentai yeah. in general. And yeah, you can see you can hear a Los Luchadores and the main like Sentai versions. So, yeah. yeah, I would just recommend don't start with the first episode because we were trying to find our groove. It was just Nicole and I. But it's it's a funny episode. Oh, it but is. But I would definitely say start with a newer one, start with a Ranger Command one, and then work your way back. We yeah. do talk about episodes of Die Ranger. Yes. Um, and then we're about to start Car Ranger. Yeah, baby. And you don't have to have seen Die Ranger to appreciate. Uh, you guys do a great job of summing up the episodes. Do I? You get enough to know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you guys work through the show notes. So I think you don't have to see Die Ranger. And you guys have skipped around too, which is great because you can listen to Mostly Speaking Sentai in any order that you want to. Yeah, uh, because since these people who have come on have never seen the show, we tried to make sure story arcs were all one episode. Like we right. watched them all with that person. So 
they got all the story and no one in a next episode would be coming in mid story arc exactly. and being like, what is going on? Yeah. And then I also do rap music. I just put out a Godzilla themed album where and we just came from a Godzilla themed yeah. convention where I sample various themes throughout Godzilla soundtracks, starting from early Showa all the way to Shin Godzilla. It's all there. It's six songs. It's hardcore hip hop. And I would sum it up as if a cult were to try and summon Godzilla to be their like unholy deity, yeah. That is the album. It's very technical rap music. If you're into things like Sean Price, uh, I guess really Sean Price, uh, I guess uh, MF Doom, even though like the flow isn't MF Doomy, but those kind of rhyme schemes, hollow rhymes and such like that. It's, but it's great. It's nice audio quality. I yeah, made all the it's, beats. It's great. Yeah. yeah I've and listened to it. You can find all of this on mlmpod.com and all of my albums i think all six or seven of them are up there for free you can download them all you don't have to pay a dime and the I, i'll insert uh the theme that you guys did oh uh, yeah for our mostly speaking sentai ranger command crossover because oh, the one with my raps on it yeah nice so that will be the intro for this episode nice it was it turned out so great it, it was i was like oh my god this is the best thing that someone has ever done for the podcast yeah really and hopefully nicole w did a and, cover and, and we do with the backing track yes like that has been our new intro since like yeah. the background music since you gave that file to me yeah I'm baby like, it's cool and nicole did a cover of one of my songs a long time ago and nicole will I will finally be remixing that, and it might be out soon, guys. Check out our social media, at MSSPod on Twitter, at MSSPod on Facebook, and MSS Podcast on Instagram. Nicole's finally taken up the Instagram, and that's finally getting active. But what you got to plug, my love, my betrothed, my beauty queen? Your uh, rock with Google eyes is here to say <laughs> that you can find me as Darling Homebody on Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. Go to darlinghomebody.com to check out all the cool stuff I make. I have like enamel pins and patches and keychains. Uh, there's also a webcomic that James and I have created about our anthropomorphic cat yeah it's a talking cat i mean comic. he doesn't look like a person he's just a cat that talks yeah uh yeah. a talking cat comic yeah 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 it's on there for free and then there's mostly sketch and sentai where i draw the monsters that we make up on the podcast yeah uh i mean there's only like three so far i've been kind of slacking there's on that, four but once it gets into winter time again, you'll be cranking them out. Yeah, it's just been so like insanely busy and just insane in general. Yeah, but I really like the zodiac thing. I I need to purchase one of those. So yeah, yeah like really cool artwork from Nicole. Like it's really great. I yeah, I worked on that for a really long time. It it shows because it, <laughs> it looks really cool. So yeah, definitely check out her stuff. And I just. I, I do want to say for people that are local to Chicago, if you're interested in starting a podcast, if you need a recording space, 
if you need someone to help edit episodes and stuff, James is like he creates all these podcasts and produces all of them. And he has a studio space that people local to Chicago can come to and use. This is his full time job. And yeah, I really respect what he's doing to make his passions a reality. So a very talented individual here too. So definitely if you're in Chicago, if you need producing help, this is the guy. Even if you're not in town and you have a recording and you need it edited, hey, let me know. I'll do it. It's very inexpensive. Also, music, specifically rap, that's where I shine, but I can do other ones. Let me know. I will... I'll mix it and I'll make it sound pretty. Yeah. And we'll have links to all of their stuff in the show notes. So we got Thank you covered. You. Yeah. I actually have one more plug. It's uh, patreon.com slash. Oh my God. <laughs> what is it? Ranger, Ranger Command, Command PH. PH. Get that pizza party. <laughs> Guys, please get the pizza party. <laughs> pizza Even if it's party, just for one month, you got a pizza. And yeah, the party. get a pizza. And all the other perks that lead up to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Th- those two. But mostly the pizza. <laughs> you'll get early access. You'll get a sticker. You, you'll even get a free t-shirt if you go that the big level. And you better believe you'll get a shout out. Oh, yeah. You'll get a huge shout out. If they recorded like the pizza party of them saying Ranger Command, would you put that in the podcast? I would. Yes. Yes. I'll remix it to a beat as well. You want? I, I mean, shoot. I, I, I guess I'm committed to that now. All righty. All right. Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at Ranger Command PH on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. And then after this, stay tuned for a special segment from Enway Games where we'll be talking about the new Battle for the Grid version 1.3 update with the new characters and all of that stuff. So stay tuned for that right after this. I've been Eric. I've been James. I'm Nicole. And this has been... Ranger Ranger Command Command Power Power Hour. I thought we were on our way to to Meridian City. It's never (laughs) happened well on our podcast either. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It's time for a Ranger Command Battle for the Grid segment from Enway Games. Hey, listeners, we are back with Enway Games, talking about the new Battle for the Grid game that came out earlier this year. We want to welcome back Enway Games to the podcast, especially Daniel, the combat designer for Enway. He was on episode 128, where we interviewed him and talked about the Dragon's Ord. Today, he's joined by Rose, the new community development manager. And I just want to welcome both of you to Ranger Command Power Hour. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, Eric. Glad to be here. So, Rose, I just want to introduce you to our listeners. You're the new community development manager over at Enway. So maybe give us a little brief background on what you do for Enway, maybe 
where you've been in the games industry, that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. So brief background, <laughs> in particular for Nway, I'm going to be basically just focusing on reaching out to the community, seeing what you guys really want, what the fans want, whether it comes to getting any feedback on the game, whether it is to having special events and tournaments. It kind of correlates with the things that I do now outside of Nway as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm heavily involved with the fighting game community for sure. Been doing whether it's tournaments, event photography, or just kind of some behind-the-scenes stuff for tournaments for about maybe six, seven years. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And so fighting games are definitely not new to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Definitely, I am interactive and very, very uh, vocal with my community. (laughs) That's awesome. Hands-on. Hands-on, definitely. (laughs) So, yeah, whether it's been a person who just as a social media post, a bracket runner, or organizes the whole tournament, I've probably done probably every role in that. (laughs) (laughs) And so, honestly, I'm just excited to kind of bring my skills and my passion over to the fans for uh, both Battle for the Grid and Legacy Wars. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome. And what was your experience with Power Rangers just in your life? Have you like watched the show as a kid or? <laughs> so I would totally say that I definitely was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I won't I won't lie. I won't say that, you know, I've, I know the whole series back and forth, but sure. that's kind of... That's one reason why I like engaging with the community because we can kind of go over and, and nerd out on <laughs> just kind of how the franchise is. When I was younger, my parents actually owned a comic book store. And so I think that kind of set up my, um, I would say my uh, passion for geek. Yeah, <laughs> like passion for geek culture. So. But MMPR is probably, I would say, the season I know the most. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Well, we're really glad to have you on on board with Enway, and it's been really great interacting with you behind the scenes and setting this all up, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So we're mainly going to be talking about the newest uh, version 1.3 update that released on July 10th. Of course, we've got the Zeo Gold Ranger, we've got Time Force Pink, and then Lord Zed will be out a little bit later, and we have a bunch of new features as well, such as improving the social play, matchmaking, direct match, which is huge, cross play, which is big too. And I I just want to go through some of those points. I've played it. I love the Zeo Gold Ranger. He's a great character. And Jen, Time Force Pink, uh, she's got some really solid moves. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're really happy with the way Zeo Gold and, and Time Force Pink turned out. It's it's really exciting. Uh, now that the characters are finally in uh, uh, players' hands, it's seeing like the reaction. It's really encouraging. And again, you know, it's that that sort of support is what keeps us going. You know what I mean? Absolutely. One of our listeners, Sean at My Name Is Sean, said. Uh, not a question, but Gold Ranger looks amazing. And Sick. Some, <laughs> some fire emojis there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, shout outs to to the uh, the 3D modelers and the the animators here here at Enway really uh, did a great job of bringing Gold Zeo to life. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way it turned out, and it seems like yeah, he's one of those characters that I want to say is so popular that he people were expecting <laughs> him to come one way or another, but still, it's still dope the way that he turned out and the way that he's been received for sure uh, i'll be honest he's one of my favorite power range like i think his design is just classic yeah you know it's what I mean? amazing 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just love that the animation team like nailed down his intro where like the flash of the symbol comes yeah, from the, the staff. Yeah, that hey. that looks sick. It looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, shout out to Chris, one of our VFX artists. Uh, he did a really great job with it. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit uh, about the move sets and and some of the combat for these characters? Sure. So I actually did a lot of the concept work on Gold Zio's design, his moves. And I think for him, you know, it was a, you know, you watch a lot of the source material, especially the first time he, uh, his first combat scene, basically. Yeah. And there's just so much to pull from, you know, the Golden Pulse, right? Uh, the Gold mm-hmm. Rush. So it, it seemed to me that the way that I looked at it is just looked at all the footage, uh, not only Gold Zeo, but also some of the Sentai footage, right? King Ranger. Right. Actually, <laughs> I didn't realize this, but if you take a look at his back throw, he sort of flips over the opponent and stomps on them. I don't think that footage was in the <laughs> in the American <laughs> in Power Ranger Zeo. I think I got that from uh, strictly from the Sentai footage. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. there there was some uh, some listeners and uh, some commenters who uh, were asking about like Sentai elements. So, <laughs> hey guys, you heard it here. Like they're watching the Sentai too to pull some of these moves. Yeah, you know, I, if I have I have to guess, or I'm assuming that him tossing uh, enemy over and stomping on them might have been too much for like, American, <laughs> for American footage, right? That, yeah. you, know, you watch you watch a lot of the Sentai footage for for Gold Zio, and he gets down and dirty. So I wanted to include at least that move. <laughs> but yeah, I, that's amazing. But, yeah, yeah, but a lot of his moves, yeah, you know, came straight from the source material. He he has a lot of flair uh, mm-hmm. in his attacks and it was really important for us to sort of nail that that feeling down for his moves uh, especially with the vfx as well you know he has a lot of like gold flashes and sort yeah. of like going on so i wanted to capture as much as that feeling as possible yeah i really loved like the black shadow effect when he's like making some really fast attacks it really matches the source yeah well. they, those, those like blur attacks right yeah so i really wanted to include those really quick uh, blur type moves the lord's assault but uh for gameplay purposes didn't want him to just be like straight yeah. cloudy or whatever you know so i'm pretty happy with the way that that the lord's assault turned out uh and yeah for time force pink you know super fan favorite mm-hmm. and it was really important to get her dual wield going yes. on right so dual wield weapon but also she she puts them together to attack as well so uh, again you know with time force pink with gold zeo and with a lot of the characters in our game just the character sort of almost designs itself you know like oh that's definitely a move that's definitely a move they're really really fun characters to work on and zed as well i mean you, you guys will find out soon enough but, uh, <laughs> same deal with zed <laughs> very nice and i really love how obviously because uh well this is the, actually the first time we're talking about battle for the grid with you guys on <laughs> ranger command and uh, you know overall i've been pretty impressed with how this is able to differentiate itself from legacy wars because uh, Gold Zeo Ranger is also in Legacy Wars, and yeah. you're seeing different attacks and and different moves just because of the nature of of the game itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, if you look at one character's move set in Legacy Wars, maybe five or more attacks, depending if they have a super mode or not. But compared to Battle for the Grid, where you know we have light, medium, heavy attack buttons and special buttons, and these do different things when you jump. So it. it there are definitely some um, inspirations that we've taken 
from Legacy Wars when it comes mm-hmm. to Battle for the Grid. Um, Gold Zeo is one of those characters, right? It has Lord Saul, Gold Rush, and Golden Pulse. Also, I think Black Dragon in Legacy Wars. I sort of leaned on some of Black Dragon's design in there to figure out what Black Dragon Shining was going to do. Uh, but just by virtue of Battle for the Grid just being a, a sprawling beast when it comes to you know the combat system, yeah, yeah there was no way that it was going to be the same. One of our listeners asked, Mega Scully at uh, Scully was here, said, uh, with Jen being playable in certain points of the story mode now, uh, will other DLC characters have their chance in the spotlight in future story mode updates? So I, I can't, I cannot confirm <laughs> nor deny, but it's definitely something that's always on the radar. You know, how can we expand the story and, you know, with other characters that we have down the road? So uh, I'll say, Mega Scully, you're on the right track. All right. Awesome. Well, I think one of the the biggest, uh, most welcome updates to the game was adding uh, cross-play to the game Mm. and uh, the direct matches. So can you expand a little bit more on that? Sure. Direct matches, it's sort of like a a staple when it comes to online games. You know, you want to be able to play with your friends. So this is really a huge update in that I can play with my friend from Florida, even though I live in in California. And to be honest, it was a little bit messy the way we would have to do it before, where I would have to coordinate with my friend to jump on either casual or rank to to, to play with them directly. So I think now this sort of Mm -hmm. this combined with the crossplay really expands uh, Mm -hmm. just the community engagement overall i mean it's it's really challenging to develop a, a community around the game with, without uh this sort of functionality so we're really happy that direct matches and crossplay are in the game and really looking forward to seeing uh what kind of great matches people play you know with their friends yeah and i noticed uh, especially on social uh putting the call out for people to share their matches and creating contests around that too so yeah and sharing their ids yeah i've yeah. seen a lot of people on twitter like shout out hey what's your id you know mm-hmm. so we can uh, we can match up yeah it's really exciting and i mean uh, we still have our lord zed content dropping really really soon so it's just going to be that many more characters that people can play with in the direct matches awesome julian b at bad jab 326 said any chance of player lobbies <laughs> Yeah, so uh, again, I cannot talk about any uh, future content or things that are, are unreleased, but I will say that you know we're, we're constantly uh, listening to, to player feedback when it comes to the game, and we are committed to continually improving upon Battle for the Grid, even you know, the game yeah. was released in, in what, April, so March or April. I mean, we're constantly trying to improve, so stay tuned, Julian B. <laughs> 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 and and I just want to clarify for our listeners too, like if a question doesn't get asked, we tag their social account. So there's definite eyes on what people are asking for. And yeah. Yeah. you guys really do a good job, I think, of taking uh, player suggestions and kind of analyzing that. So. I don't know about Rose here, but for, for, for me personally, and, uh, well, what I'm saying is I, I read as much of the comments as I can with, yeah. you know, the good and the bad and, and the feedback. So it, it's really important to, you know, how, how else can we know what the players are feeling unless we read those comments? So yeah. it's, it's really important that Battle for the Grid and, and Legacy Wars players really get their say in online so that we can we can check it out and read it. You know, it helps us improve the game. Yeah, I think it's important to note, too, that, like, even if we don't respond, Bond, I'm most likely talking to the team about what, what <laughs> yeah. someone's saying. Like, yeah. yeah, we have, like, I'll do a community report and explain kind of like, oh, you know, 
XYZ has said this is something that they wanted to work on or whatnot. And we, we, we do talk about it. And I think that's kind Absolutely. of one of the reasons why I like Anyway Studios a lot is because if you guys see the passion behind the people working in this on these games, like small yeah. little details you would have never thought of, it's, it's really impressive. It, that just speaks to the staying power of Legacy Wars, too. I mean, over two years now, there's still content, there's still the support, and... With, you know, such a large roster, just in all the updates and of characters that I've seen, they've been really faithful to, like, the source material and and the moves. So, um, if, if people don't know by now, I mean, they should know the, the amount of work and care that's going into this. Yeah, it's one of those things with the source material that there's just so much to pull from, you know? So, it's kind of like a... Kind of like a buffet. Oh, I want this move. We don't need that move, right? <laughs> and a lot of the characters really, uh, again, they some some of them almost design themselves. Whereas, of course, that's going to be the super. Of course, that's going to be the way that this character runs and that kind of thing. It's really important to us that you know these games they are for the fans, you know. So trying to give the fans as much as uh, as we can deliver for what they're looking for. Absolutely. Uh, can you talk a little bit about some of the balance changes as well? Um, I know that was an update you guys also included mm -hmm. uh, with this update, but not a lot of people might know some of the details behind that. So maybe what are some of the major balance changes that you guys worked on? So there absolutely are a long list of, of balance changes and sort of adjustments. And if uh, for those of you who are listening, if you haven't seen them yet, you can go to battleforthegrid.com and, and go to, uh, I think, like news and just yes. look for the one. Yeah, look for the 1.3 update. Uh, I'll be honest, though, a, a lot of the changes that we make are sort of a lot of bug fixes and adjustments just to <laughs> sure. sort of iron out the game. And as a result, they end up being balance changes, you know. Mm. So I think... Uh, I would say a lot of the changes have more to do with playability more so than, oh, we think this character is too strong, that kind of thing. Um, there are some characters that have had some pretty um, significant uh, adjustments. I would say Goldar sort of had his uh, a lot of his normals sort of shuffled around so they would make more sense. I, I think uh, in the 1.2 patch, Goldar, his, his ground game, his air game was sort of... Uh, I would say, like, pretty <laughs> ridiculous, right? <laughs> jump light, you're sticking the sword out and all that. But I think as a result, his ground game uh, didn't quite feel the way that it should have for sure. someone who's, who's wielding a sword. So uh, those of you who are really familiar with Goldar and Battle for the Grid, a lot of his normals got, got switched around just to make him just feel better on the ground. There's been a host of changes, right? Like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this list. It, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we'd, we'd be here all night. If... Yeah, yeah, there's a laundry <laughs> list. But, but what I will say is that a lot of the adjustments that uh, we make, they're less about, at least with this update, they're not as much about strengthening or weakening characters, but more about making the playability better, right? And yeah. like adjusting physics boxes and that kind of thing and, and just making it feel better, right? So... Uh, you know, we get praises and complaints about some of the changes, but really a lot of it is, is sort of, uh, it's a combination of seeing what players are doing with the game, what we think should be intended design, that kind of thing. Sure. I will say that uh, some of the more system-wide changes that I really want to highlight to players is, one, you know, we've improved uh, some of the feel of the game with regards to the camera shake, right? So um, mm. a, a lot of the different attacks will shake the camera a bit more than they used to, sort of gives attacks more oomph, right? Uh, we added the hit sparks on weapon attacks, just, you know, it's a power are really cool. They, yeah, they, look, yeah, they yeah. look nice. <laughs> yeah, glad you like it. But yeah, I think we have 
pretty much from version 1.0 to 1.1, we had a laundry list of changes, 1.1 to 1.2, laundry list of changes. Of course, looking at the changes right now, laundry list of changes, and there will be more uh, for the next version as well. So it's really more about playability than, than strengthening and weakening characters. Sure. All right, so th- this is a fun question from Latirian. They asked, uh, which one of the Rangers on the current roster is most likely to play Fortnite? It's most likely to play Fortnite. <laughs> Jeez, I need to, I need to look at the, uh, I need to look at the roster. I feel like it would be Cenozoic Blue, just because he's from the prehistoric age and he's wondering <laughs> what has, you know, the entire world enveloped in this fever, right? Maybe it'd be Cenozoic Blue or Cat. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say Cat. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think she's a gamer at heart for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but i'll also say draken as well he's it seems to me draken's pretty competitive yeah right he'd be perfect for that battle royale uh, sort of the genre uh, maybe i have to change my i'm gonna draken okay okay I'm gonna go you guys tell me i don't know that's a good question yeah Actually, good question good funny. question i'm a PUBG guy myself oh, oh there you go <laughs> Cabin Dog asked, will there be a move list coming soon for characters? Or if I would ask if there is a current move list, where can they find that? Okay, so two things. Uh, one is that um, our newly minted uh, community specialist here, Rose, uh, has actually put out. Uh, is that move? Yeah. So there, uh, for Time Force Pink and Gold Zeo, we have on our Twitter and maybe other social channels as well. Yeah. So we have move lists for them that are out. I will say too is that those people who ordered the physical copy, limited run, there's also a move list in there as well as like some very basic strategy for each character nice. um, but i think you know given the you know people are asking questions and the reception to those move lists that we put out on mm-hmm. on twitter that maybe we should just make one of those for every character yeah yeah so something worth looking into but yeah limited run has a move list and also if you follow our twitter we have move lists for for time force pink and gold zeo yeah. uh we'll look into move lists for everybody i mean we might as well put that info out there yeah yeah <laughs> i put it on instagram and facebook also cool yeah All right. nice and then Ranger Liz, and I know not just her, but many people have asked about yes. if there's an update for the PC version <laughs> of the game. Yeah, yeah, so we currently don't have any new information with regards to uh, our PC release. However, you know, if you follow us on, on Twitter, on Facebook, right, go to the website. Once we have a, a solid date for the PC release, uh, the fans will be the first to know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to blast that everywhere. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we're really excited for, you know, everyone to get their hands on the game. And we want to, you know, come bursting out with that information. So as soon as we have it, we'll, we'll let everybody know. Before we kind of wrap things up, is there anything else that both of you maybe want to highlight for this newest update? Again, yeah, it's just a host of combat changes, the camera shake, the hit sparks. Also, another thing I want to highlight for 1.3 is the the VFX for tagging. So we had, um, it's something that we've been wanting to do for a while, uh, but didn't get in until 1.3 is when you tag out, whether your player one or player two has a special sort of like a VFX that shows up um, so that your character basically doesn't get lost in the actions. So, uh, oh, okay. 
Yeah, next time you you jump onto 1.3, take a look at your character once you take over. I think for me personally, I'm just really excited that 1.3 is finally out. And yeah, I'm really excited for, given the response to Time Force Pink and Gold Zeo, I'm really curious to see what people think about Lord Zed. Uh, Yeah, pretty excited about it. I know, like, you know, we read the comments online all the time. Everyone's always asking, where's Lord Zed? Where's Lord Zed? You know, we have... (laughs) Yeah, so I would say, yeah, really be on the lookout for Lord Zed. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, thanks, Daniel. That's uh, a lot of great information, and obviously everyone can go to uh, battleforthegrid.com and check out those updates. Rose, since you're the community manager now, do you have some community things that you might want to talk about? Yeah, so I think... Probably one of the biggest events that we have upcoming is going to be bar fights. Basically, I think by the time this podcast is out, it should be announced. But we will be partnering with Cross Counter. And they will be doing a Friday and Saturday tournament on the Evil Floor at their booth. And basically, the winners of those two will have an exhibition match on bar fights, which is at Saturday night. You'll get more detail about that. And that's just kind of our way to be able to come to one of the biggest fighting game championships and be able to see our fans, see Mm -hmm. the players, and see um, just even if we just see the feedback. In fact, another two fun things that I got planned going on. (laughs) Let us know. Uh, (laughs) I'm like throwing it out there already. Please. So uh, one thing is I'm wanting to do a fight a dev challenge. Oh, really? Yeah. Does that mean me? Does that mean me? (laughs) (laughs) Fight a a me? Fight a Daniel? Fight a Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So it's going to be fun. I'm going to have something for uh, Battle for the Grid fans, but I will also have something for uh, Legacy Wars fans, too. So Yeah, so for those that don't know who are listening to the podcast and and aren't familiar with Evo, Evo is basically the, uh, the biggest... Uh, fighting game mm-hmm. event in the world, yes. and it happens mm-hmm. annually every summer uh, in Vegas. Yes. This year it's uh, well, August second. August second. Right? The weekend, yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll be there. We'll be there to meet and greet with the uh, Battle for the Grid and Legacy Wars fans, and mm-hmm. and yeah, what, what Rose is saying, we're, we're having an event there. So yeah, yeah, I'm please nice. uh, hit us up. It's it's gonna be fun. I wanted to kind of do something with for all of the Power Ranger Games fans, so not only Battle for the Grip, like I said, but yeah. for Legacy Wars 2, which there'll be a special score attack challenge, or uh, you'll you'll see. We'll have that information on our social media as well, but to keep it for Battle for the Grid, yeah, we'll have a special exhibition for the winners as well as a maybe fight a Daniel challenge. <laughs> uh, and I am working actually right now with other tournament, I, I don't want to say exactly who yet, but a oh, couple sure. Different tournament organizers to see if we can get Battle for the Grid um, within their tournaments as well. And conventions. So I actually am hoping that the fans will reach out to us and let us know where do they want to see us, you know? What Mm -hmm. conventions? Because I know Comic-Con is coming soon. Um, Unfortunately, this was before I got uh, put on board. We won't be able to make it for uh, San Diego, but um, maybe Silicon Valley? I don't know. Yeah. and, yeah, and another thing, too, uh, to, to kind of go on what Rosa saying, you know, uh, again, we really love the fan input and the fan feedback. Uh, I think there was, like, a poll recently that people, yes. yeah, like, people, oh, okay. vote. there was, like, thousands <laughs> of votes or something about which people wanted to see. Yeah, we love reading that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so, and, and I, I want to emphasize that fan input is important when it comes to right. you know, the support that this game gets. So, you know, if you have a favorite character you want to see in the game, please let, just 
put it out there, put it out there in the world. So yeah. to let everyone see, it's really important to us that we know what the fans want. Yeah. And again, if there's if there's no response, either A, maybe something's cooking, <laughs> or, or B, I promise we read every single comment. I just, you know, yeah. there's a, it's a small group here. We don't have, we unfortunately don't have the resources to be able to answer every single person, but mm. we are here to uh, do our best, you yeah. know? Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, hopefully, uh, the, you know, that's the whole goal with the segments like this. So definitely a call to our listeners, too. If there's someone from the team that you want to hear from, like an artist or environment artist or combat or anything, definitely let us know as well so we can put in those requests and get some exclusive uh, content. Yeah, sounds good, man. All right. Well, Daniel Rose, I uh, really want to thank you for coming on to the show and more than welcome to come back anytime and uh, would love to plan some more stuff in the future. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at Ranger Command PH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Ranger Command Power Hour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash Ranger Command PH to learn more. Thanks for listening.